You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is gonna be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. Good morning, Albuquerque. Listen to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the Talk ABQ studio. Of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holidays and the new year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. Got a banger of a program today, but first and foremost, because it would be a disservice to the listener if I did not, introduce my partner in crime, my battery mate. If I'm, if I'm doctor in baseball, you're the nurse. That's right. I got your stickum right here, buddy. Van Nunley, good morning, Van. How are you? Dip your fingers in it. <laughs> oh, look at Vital's face. <laughs> Vital's a pine tar guy. Good morning, my dude. How you be? Good morning, my friend. Mike Vital on the ones and twos. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good morning, and baseball's just around the corner, Fred. Oh, you promise? Are you bringing that up because you would like to describe my outfit today? Your uh, St. Louis. I like it. The, this, the Cardinal cardigan going on there. Oh, gosh. We call it a card again. Thank you. Yeah. I, of course, am Fred Slow. The program is important to the listener because we talk sports. I would like to talk sports with you, Van, but before we do, anything in the news this week? Anything Anything at all? Slow news week? Slow news week, was it? Yeah. There was a lot to talk about in oh. the news. Oh, my God. I will recap week one of The Bachelor right now. Okay. So, <laughs> Matt James and 30 of the horniest little island hopping Pacific. No, we're not doing that this week. Okay. The, he's a beautiful man. Any relation to Rick James? I believe. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. All right. He's so wholesome. He's dating 30 women. He's so wholesome. Internet. I love that millions of women... Yes. Who chastise men for dating multiple women flock to a show about a guy who dates multiple women. Do you want to talk about The Bachelor? That was me from 2017 to 2018. <laughs> I'd rather not. I no, know. actually. I'd rather not. It was a uh, good bit, though. I'm into it. I got you. <laughs> about the craziest news week that we have ever seen. What happened? <sighs> Oh, wait. Are you talking about yeah. the great value Mountain Dew coup of 2021? Is that what you're talking about? You want to go back to the Georgia runoff first? <laughs> sure. Gosh. Is that Monday or Tuesday? They all run together now. It's Tuesday. So Tuesday, Vital, the Georgia runoff. Are you familiar with how runoffs work? Their elections? Uh, you can explain it to me. Yeah, I am the listener. You're welcome. So you have an election, and you have however many candidates qualify for the election, right? So you have to sign up and get endorsements, blah, blah, blah. So in a runoff election, you have one whenever no candidate surpasses 50% of the vote, so there's not a majority, and then the top two candidates, usually in the 40-something percents, and then you wash everyone off, you whitewash the rest of the ballot. Well, do you, though? Is that the word you use? No, I don't think so. Okay. That's a Mississippi thing. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Huck Fian. Not a Georgia thing. No. 
So there's one Democrat and one and one Republican, and they're going to go for the regular Senate seat. There's one Democrat and one Republican, and they're going to go for the special Senate seat. Okay? Democrats just want them both. Sweet. What? Cool. How? Yeah. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Fitzgerald Abrams. Yes. Yeah. I believe her middle name starts with an F, but I don't believe it's Fitzgerald. Well, you know. Joining us at 9.15 this morning, Chef Cesar Romero of Cinnamon Cafe. Stoked. They're doing some pop-up stuff tonight in Nob Cesar Romero was the first uh, Joker on the Batman show in the mid-60s. All right, first of all, we're going to ask about that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. If The Bachelor is related to Rick James, then this guy is definitely related to the Joker. Doing a little Greek-style thingy and a little Southwest-style thingy. They do Greek really well there. Yeah. People are like, they go to Cinnamon Tree for like, excuse me, Cinnamon Cafe. Thank you. Yeah. They go to Cinnamon Cafe for their tasty treats. Correct. But they have awesome food too. I'm really into it. Do you know what I get there? Cinnamon roll. I know that's not that clever. Cinnamon roll? Roll of the cinnamon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Take your Greek, leave the cinnamon roll. So, Stacey Abrams wins single-handedly. I prefer their sticky buns, actually. They, they're they fire. Yeah. yeah. The carrot cake. <laughs> if I tell you, you've been to Cinnamon Cafe, they've got two locations. I have, and I've had their cinnamon rolls, and that's one of my favorite fi- pastries fire. of all time. They're fire. And they're real good. Yeah. The Knob Hill one and Wantabone Eubank. So, after, so what this does, man, is this sets the plate for the rest of the week, okay? So, the plate has been made, and now it's been served. Right. So, the, the Democratic-run House of Representatives, the 50-50 split Senate, and the president-elect is Democratic Joe Biden. Correct. Cool. So, everything is one thing. That's correct, except for- The Senate. The court. Oh, yeah. No, the court, the, the Senate is now Democratic because- Vice President tiebreakers. Vice President elect Kamala Harris is the tiebreaker. Correct. On all fifty-fifty votes. So, thanks, it, school. Yeah. So just like in Boondock Saints. Okay. There was a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a firefight. <laughs> it's a little William Defoe there. Don't know if you know Vital. So, I get it. You're welcome. So literally, the entire democratic process fell apart over the course of right up until now, till the end of this sentence that I'm saying. That's one way to look at it. You don't feel it, that? (laughs) I don't think Georgia had that much to do with the events of the following day. Yeah? I don't. That's not my strong opinion. Um, (laughs) Y'all, Kata was already in D.C., ready to do their thing at the Capitol before the Georgia runoff election results. You know anyone who went? I do not, do you? I do. You do? Yep. I know on uh, one step away, I okay. know people who were yeah. there. Yeah. If your Venn diagram matches up with one of the people of Walmart that went to invade Capitol Hill. I was the second degree of Kevin Bacon of knowing someone, not first degree. I have broken bread with a guy who went. Really? Yeah. And I and I'll say this: He can keep eating, but just not at my table. Like, this is this is the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. 
I spent 16 hours on the television on Tuesday. I got close to that. Wednesday. I got. I started watching at noon. I took a couple breaks because, you know, I have a job. Yeah. And I had stuff to do. You're talking about but what was, those protesters didn't have. That day, right? Yes. Yeah. Did I say protesters? Not strong enough of a word. How about uh, terrorists? Yes. How about insurgents? And now they're being round up. Seditionists. They're being round up in the hundreds. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. All, all of them. Here's the thing, Fred. They have cameras there. Do you believe that the Capitol building has cameras? Do you think it has cameras everywhere and saw everything? I got an idea. I'm going to commit a crime. Should I take a selfie at the scene of the crime? <laughs> you're worried about Big Brother. <laughs> now you're not so oppo when we get to identify a bunch of terrorists with all that facial recognition software. And and remember, here the muse behind this is because I don't like what the government is. I guess. Sure. And if that's not the muse, I don't know what it is. Yeah. According to Twitter, it's 45. Yeah. Twitter says, 45, you got to stop. You got to stop. You're inciting violence. You had a rally Ugh. where you directly told these people to do what they did, and then you told them again on Twitter. Are you familiar with zealots? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a big fan of... Can't have zealots without a despot. 10 a.m., Andres Trujillo, the president of the New Mexico Games, will join us. We're talking about New Mexico Games. That's always a good one. I enjoy that. He brings the heat, and when, I appreciate that about Sims. When we first organized this as a platform for the New Mexico Games to connect with the community, we um, obviously did not forecast COVID-19. Naturally. Yeah, but I do like all the updates. Yeah. I like... I like knowing what's going on. Hey, you're on the board. I'm on the board. Yeah. Board of directors. So we're going to have cornhole this year. Stoked. Yeah. Watch your back. We're coming for you. No, no, no. Wait, you can't compete? Hold on. Because you're on the board? I think you're confused. What? Oh, I was confused. You're confused, as you're, you often are. You're talking about in like an athletic expedition, watch your back. Yes. Okay, so I I was another direction. Oh, you thought I was going to storm your capital? That's okay. Wink, wink. Can you hear the wink noise? Yep. You can't. That's a. That's like a cheeky boy, what you're doing. Okay. Like a bird. Oh, thank you. Vital, I watched television for 16 hours on Wednesday absorbing all the news of the day. Did you do the exact same thing? I don't waste my time on this. Yeah. I, I, I let you tell me about it because that's why I tune in. I'm so lazy. I need you to tell me. God, you're lucky. You're lucky there's glass in between. I cannot believe what you're saying. <laughs> It was, no hyperbole in what I'm about to say, the most polarized I had been by television since September 11th, 2001. Go on. Taking in not just what was currently happening, but like the scores of possibilities of what could happen. Yes. That's what got me. It could have been way worse. Five people died. Yeah, that's a wait. lot of people. N not compared to most insurgencies. Okay, that's an excellent point. Yeah, <laughs> domestically speaking, not not when the United States demolishes democracy in other countries. There's a lot more deaths there. So you're thinking the travel ban is part of the problem here? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, when Vanilla ISIS 
storm the Capitol. Do you have a list of these? Where uh, you- I got them all memorized. I love them so much. <laughs> when Vanilla Isis stormed the Capitol, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. They're going to call in the National Guard. We're going to have to kill our own citizens to protect democracy. This is horrible. But then it was just like, it just turned into a party, really. Like they didn't do anything. Like they broke some windows. They took some uh, desk plates. Like they took Nancy Pelosi's desk plate or whatever. For why? Yeah. What are you going to do? Put it on an eBay? Yeah. Get get pictures taken of you and you put them up on Parlor. <laughs> when we get back, you know the story, so we don't need to recap it. But I want to give you the reaction. Sure. Give you the reaction. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spend our holidays and the New Year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. Ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. It's a sports morning here on the program, but it's been politics so far. The NBA was lost to me this week. Really, I didn't was, follow it very much. I was much. so it, dialed in. There was other stuff going on. There was other stuff going on. See Steph Curry, he has sixty-two points on Tuesday or Wednesday. He's night. unreal. He was just and no on fire. No, I didn't see a single basket because I was too busy being absorbed in in social media and everyone's reaction. I did watch the highlight. Like somebody cut up a gif of like every basket made. Yeah, for sure. Did you see the one they posted like two days later at practice? No. In five minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Steph Curry drains 105 straight three. Shut pointers. up. 105 no. straight Shut three. Shut up. Pointers. Give me those numbers again. What was it? In five minutes and 38 seconds. 105? Let me convert that. Steph Curry. Oh, I'm converting that to. 105 straight three pointers. I'm converting that to. So it's 330. There's video. I'm not making this up, Vital. All right. So 338 wow. seconds. And how many three pointers? 100 and what? 105. He made a three-pointer every 3.2 seconds? Yes. No, he didn't. I will show you. Like, pop a shot? Like, that easy? He was making three-pointers. This isn't the best radio because you guys can't see this, loyal listener, but I'm showing this video to Fred right now. Put this up on the social media. Everything's going to be at TalkABQ. One. And they're all, are they all Coffin another. Corner? Are they all Coffin all, Corner? All, all Coffin Corner. He doesn't move. And it just keeps going. This is... And going... And going. So, okay, so you've actually been tricked by the internet. That's just a GIF on repeat. <laughs> no, no, it is not. That's what I thought at first. I thought someone was trolling me, but it is 105 unique baskets. When your muscle memory is so strong. It's insane to me. So, okay, so the obvious question is he gets, this is in practice, you said on Wednesday. Yes. So when he gets to 105, does he just stop? Because he's like, that's that's enough for now. Or did he miss? Well, I don't know, because it stops at his last made one. So he probably either stopped or bricked one finally. Do you think you've played a ton of basketball? Sure. Can you make 105 layups in a row? I know my answer is no. If I mean, if like the if the stipulation, if it's like Fred, make 105 layups in a row or Van gets it. <laughs> then yes, I believe I could. <laughs> if it is make 105 in a row to uh, impress a girl, no. That's not my style. 
I think it's phenomenal. And you remember uh, the Jordan documentary? Space Jam. (laughs) No, the newer one. Not the super accurate representation of Jordan and a ragtag bunch of cartoon characters beating the Monstars. Space Jam 2. Which is my biggest regret in my gambling history. I know, I know it is. I took the Monstars and the points, Vital. Stupid. I I didn't think... That Michael Jordan and a bunch of cartoon characters stood a chance. So I was like, this is going to be an easy win for the Monstars. And don't talk to Vital like that because, you know, he put his life savings on the Generals one time. <laughs> did he? Not? Yeah. He was like, the Generals are due. The Globetrotters. Yes, I did. There's, there's no way. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Globetrotters won 105 games in a row. And he was like, they're no Steph Curry. That's when he went into radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you know the story. Yeah. His life, his life savings were bet against the Globetrotters. They were on the road, though. I'll give you that. Ch- Chef Cesar Romero from Cinnamon Cafe, 915. Little pop-up kitcheny boys tonight in Knob Hill. It's like ghost kitchen. It's like a ghost kitchen. Ooh. You like those shows like Hell's Kitchen where that one guy is always on who <sighs> throws a lamb of leg at the uh, prospective <laughs> chef. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. One of my favorite memes is where he smacks two pieces of bread on each side of the girl's face. It's like, what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. That's right, you are. He did that to a person? A human being, yeah. No, see, I, did that I, I listener, I draw a line. Okay. Don't turn me into a I human sandwich. I will also sandwich. show you that. I have, a, I have a computer and a cellular telephone right here. A smartphone. Why do you why do you call your meme device a phone? (laughs) I've make like three calls on it a week. Are you kidding me? It's still a phone. The social media outrage. Both sides after this thing on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm what are we calling it a coup? Did I live through a coup? Well it's called a coup. Yeah. First off. Yeah, it's called a coup. I think I said it right. It's I mean, I titled it, but I mean it's gonna catch on. It's the great value Mountain Dew coup of 2021. It's going to catch on. Like Mountain Rush. It's going to catch on. Yeah. <laughs> White Lightning. Is that what it's called? I don't know. They would love that as their name. Let's look it up. Great value Mountain Dew. And the internet immediately is in complete opposition to this or like blindly supportive. Sure. Mountain Lightning. They, I'm telling you, if there were flags that said Mountain Lightning, this is the group that would have it. For sure. Well, you said White Lightning the first time, which is the Jesse the Body Ventura movie. Is it really? He and Dennis Rodman star as two former law enforcement officers who, against their will, are pushed into... I'm making all this up. I don't know if any of this is true. Uh, it sounded super it sounded legit. very convincing. It sounded very convincing. Yeah. The social media outrage after this thing really identified for me who and who I can no longer associate with in real life. And you know when I talk about real life, I just have life. Like I like there's there's like radio. There's my personal. There's my philanthropy. It's all just life, right? I just have life. You're nice to everybody. I try to be. Yeah. Until the point where I have to reciprocate. When these cracker crusaders 
Vital. Saving the country. They breached the Capitol building while Senate and House were in progress. Assaulted Capitol Hill police and then committed larceny, Mm -hmm. theft. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just throw loitering in there. (laughs) Probably some jaywalking, I'm sure. Do you know it's a felony to relieve yourself on a federal building? I saw photos of people doing that. Huh. I mean, where else are you going to go? They didn't didn't give the Gravy Seals Team 6 a bunch of porta-potties. No Johnny's on the spot? Yeah. I didn't see any. That's embarrassing. That's yeah. pretty sad. It tells you about the character of certain people. Ugh. And I've never held siege to a federal building. I don't know what it would take. Apparently not much. So you have no interest in being a saltine soldier? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, that is exactly what I'm saying. Okay. And what to, is... To me, it was like, obviously, the moment was more serious. Yes. But to me, it was just like Coachella for people who unironically watch Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Yeah. They love that. Yeah. They're really into it. And yeah, the the outrage on the internet, because I know I'm from the South. I'm from Houston, Texas. Sure. And then I was from Carlsbad, New Mexico, which is basically just Houston, West, Texas. It's just West Texas. Yes. Yeah. It's just West Texas kind of spilled over Born to right. the area where with cowboys is where you spent most of your Yeah. Days. They drill for oil and eat green chili. It's not, Actual it's not New Mexico. Pool. It's not Texas. It's like, uh, it's more West Texas than New Mexico. Anyways, still the South, still the South. I believe it to be the South. I have a lot of friends on social media who at the beginning of the day were very proud and apologetic of what was going on. And I heard two main stories that naturally were very contradictory. Number one, these people are patriots and they deserve applause for what they're doing. Okay. And number two, they didn't do it. Antifa did. Who? Antifa. The, oh, that's like a, that's a, that's an organization. No, it's not an organization. Oh, okay. So their leadership announced that they did it. No, no, no. The, there's no leadership. All right. So I'm confused. So it's proud members. No, went out and proclaimed. No, there's no members. Mm. It's not an organization. Let me hold my breath while I think on this one. Yeah. It's complicated. So, so often... So, I mean, you can't have it both ways. When there's a terror attack, there's a group that combats, like, that, like, claims that terror. Correct. And you're telling me Antifa was claiming that on all their social media platforms and publicly on television and otherwise. Yes. No. Oh, okay. No, they weren't at okay. all because they don't do that because the organization doesn't exist. Okay. But apparently they're the boogeyman. Oh, okay. So, they, I mean, they're just the opposite of Yalqaeda. So you got Yalqaeda, then on the other end you got apparently Antifa. Trump Cowboys. Right. Cowboys Cow- for Trump. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, you can't have it both ways. No. These people aren't patriots and Antifa did it. You can't. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. Yeah. One of them is very blatantly a lie, and the other one is a lie you tell yourself. And you can't have both. Oh, that's an excellent point. Yes. Well, here's the thing. They were all special, and we loved them. Yeah. The Cheeto Banditos? (laughs) You're not looking at a list or anything. You're just producing these. I I do not enjoy this. I mean, if you want 
Oh God! If you want more access <laughs> yep. to these people? Mm-hmm. You can follow them on Only Clans. That's not a come on. I mean, <laughs> and they had these like the organization of this thing was so very Occupy Wall Street. It was just no organization, none, just a hangout. Yeah, 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 yeah. just a hangout. And then you wait for someone to pop off, and it's like as soon as the dam breaches, here goes the water. Yes. And that's what this was. And in one situation. Yes. On one side of the Capitol. Correct. It was an actual policeman waving people in. You mean a terrorist? Yeah. But he was dressed as a policeman. I'm not sure if he was on the clock or what, but he moved gates and he was waving people in. So it was an inside job. Who was on the inside? Wait, all the way on the inside? That's my question. Congress was on the inside. Well, they weren't for very long because they got escorted out through underground tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just locked in their their bunker. They were locked in a bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch McConnell was carried arms under pits. He was carried very slowly. Yes. At a turtle's pace. Like in The Simpsons, whenever Smithers has to carry Mr. Burns. (laughs) Dan, we're two minutes from a break, but we always make the time for you. Welcome to the program. Hey, brothers. Good morning, man. I love the show. You guys know that. You know, just a little quick little story. I, I had a an AAU team that I took down to, to Irving, Texas for a big tournament. That's right around the time they were building that new stadium. And, yep. and I told a couple of my coaches, I told a couple of my coaches, you know what, take me over there to the stadium. And so they drove me over there. He said, Coach, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go urinate on that stadium wall over there. What? So I, I walked over to the stadium, you know, did my thing. And as I was leaving, the security guard came up and busted me. So they took me to municipal court there, you know what I mean? And and I went before the judge, and he threw it out for lack of evidence. Oh, it all evaporated. Oh, yeah. oh very nice. <laughs> very nice. I like that a lot. Okay, guys, that's, right. that's just my little good joke for the day. But you know what? On a, on, a, on, a, on a real note, I know you guys are having a topic of conversation now that's very difficult to have because, uh, like I tell by tell, you know, I, I have my party affiliation, but as far as I'm concerned, we need to learn how to love our neighbor. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, 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 and I'm going to say a couple of things. You know, I've said it before on the air. We need, right now, we need guardians. We don't need warriors. We have tons of warriors that will protect us, but we need governance and we need warriors right now to fight for us. So, uh, you know, let's just learn to love each other, uh, take care of each other, care about each other's thought process, and, and, you know, let's be human. We are the most sophisticated species on this rock. Let's act like it. You know what I mean? And the last thing I have to say is, Go Hawks! Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Dan, everyone, he'll be here every week until the spring when we change over the lineup. I think Dan hit on a very important point Remember about to... loving your neighbor. Oh, please do. Because the real work in this country, the real work in government governance happens in the middle. The people on the extreme on the right, the doofuses that storm the Capitol to no avail and then the people way on the left the extremists that want to turn this country communist or whatever the talking points are sure 
the real work is in the middle with people Correct. who can, with people who can work with each other and actually get something done. There's not going to be an overthrow of this country for either polar opposite. So grow up. Whenever we get back from the break, the 2060-20 philosophy and how it applies to politics. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holidays in the New Year van at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. 505-246-0610, we're taking your calls. It's mostly a politics morning on the sports show. So far. So far. We're a sports social. I mean, we're going to talk sports. We're going to. There's a lot of NFL. But the biggest story in the world. The national championship on Monday. Okay. <laughs> we're going to hit that one. Ohio State or bust? Uh, TB will tell you after the break. Yep. There you go. Nice tease. It's Radio 101. So, you, so Dan calls and he says, love thy neighbor. Correct. Van, you know your neighbor's names? I do. Okay. Yeah. Don't say them on air. Oh, well, I wouldn't. Okay. I know my neighbor's names. Sure. Because you should. You should. Are you and I in the majority? Dan, super friend of the show, Yes. says I should love them. I don't love them. No, well. I like them a lot. Okay. I'm very nice to them. I recognize my neighbors as they have presented themselves to me. Okay. And they seem very nice. Sometimes if you got creepy neighbors. Well. There's always one. There's always that. There's always one. And if you don't have a creepy neighbor, then you. Yeah. You are the creepy neighbor. Oh, no. Is that the way it works? That's the way. That, oh, that's me and you. Oh, no. I don't, no. Have, I don't have a direct creepy neighbor. <laughs> Am I the creepy neighbor? <laughs> now I got the creepy neighbor down the street. My neighbors are so nice. They love dog kennels. Don't love that. So you were talking about radicalization, right? Yes. What radicalized you, Van? Well, I'm not radical. Okay. Yeah. I am. Oh, okay. One thing pushed me over the edge years ago, and that was student loan debt. Oh, okay. Student loan debt to me is a scam, right? It's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. If you don't believe it to be a scam, 505-246-0610, I will tell you why you're wrong. 18-year-olds cannot have a beer, Mm -mm. but they can go half a million dollars into debt for an art degree. No problem. Because Uh a counselor at a community college promised me I'd make upwards of $35,000 a year. And when I'm 18, that's all the money rolling in it there's always and here's the analogy i'm going to use in in radio say we're going to have an event right so say dave and busters is going to host the national championship viewing party okay which we would which we would in normal circumstance if there wasn't a global pandemic correct yeah or or if we were in florida Yes, if we were currently in Florida. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a little different. Yes. But because of the global pandemic, I'm not willing to bear the burden that is a super spreader event because I have a legacy. I'm not legacy church. Oh. 
We're going to do that. No. <laughs> so, whenever you whenever you whenever you tell the listener on radio, "Hey, we're going to do an event." You have 100% of your listeners, right? Mhm. Everyone who listens, you're a percent. You're just you're just a number. So you're going to get roughly 20% that will consider it. Roughly 20% will consider going to the national championship at Dave and Buster's. Cool. Uh, you got to pump up them numbers, man. We'll get there. <laughs> Roughly 20%. There's no heckin' way. No way. I'm not going to Dave and Buster's. They listen to you out of spite. Yeah. Yeah. And meet Fred Slow. You don't want to meet your heroes. <laughs> Van Nunley. You don't want to meet your villains. I'll pass. <laughs> and then in the middle, there's about 60%. And that's where your action is. Mm-hmm. Can you convince any percent of this 60% to make an effort towards your whatever, your occurrence, your happening? Right. That's what politics is. Correct. Politics is that. Yes. And the stuff that you see on the social media that is um, hashtag fake news, hashtag freedom of speech because uh, 45 doesn't have a Twitter account anymore. Right. I, you know what that is? That's not the majority. That's the 20%. Correct. That is radicalized. Yes. Us reasonable people in the middle know that free speech does not apply to you. We're very aware. When you incite violence. You cannot use your free speech to incite violence. No. That is where the line is. If you were wondering where the line is, it's right there. It's not even cloudy, that line. Can you imagine having so much power and prominence? That you can make any impact in the world. And the impact that you so choose to make is to incite mob action and violence. If, if you're a bleach bandit Trump apologist. Which you could be. Yeah. And I support you for it. And you think it's a free speech issue. Just think of it like this. Pretend Twitter okay. is a bakery. Oh, okay. Like Cinnamon Cafe. And Trump is a homosexual couple's cake. All right. So they don't have to they don't have to bake him a cake. I see what you're doing. Cuz you were super cool with that a few months ago. But now it's not okay when your hero ha- happens to him. So what I would like to do is I'd like for you to re-give that analogy but I'd not mention Cinnamon Cafe. <laughs> uh. <sighs> it's just so polarizing. Cuz for whatever reason the masses, which is 100% of everyone, is only absorbing those two far ends. Right. Yeah. Anyone with, like, levity, anyone with, like, comprehension or compassion or that recognizes humanity, they don't even talk about it. Like, you don't see that. Right. The loudest voices are often heard. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's not the people in the middle who are like, well, you know, I'm I'm not exclusively for universal health care, but maybe a single payer with a corporate option, you know, that, that that might be a good that might be a good compromise. I don't hate that at all. No, that's socialism. <sighs> socialism is not as the textbook identifies it. Yes. Okay. Not even close. Not even close. It's okay when it's roads. It's okay when it's police. It's okay when it's military. 
But for whatever reason, when it's education and health care, it's socialism. But, sir, if we create a universal health care, the amount of money that will be reinserted into the economy because it won't be lost to privatized insurance is, is a gain of billions and billions of dollars. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Joining the program, friend of the show, Jared. Good morning, Jared. How are you? Uh, good morning. Um, I just want to call and respectfully disagree with you guys this morning. Um, I get what you're saying. I get that we're a country and there's things going on. But you guys don't know anything more than the pundits on talk radio. And it's not something that I want to talk about. It's not something I want to hear about right now. I, w- I just I'm, I turn the station from the other news station locally to you guys, so I can just get some advice on my DraftKings picks. Because in my life, you know, no, I'm, I'm being serious, though. Hear me out. You know, you're just sharing your personal, emotional opinion about things, and we all have one. But you're not going to change anything. And today is Saturday, and let's just have, you know, some time of normalcy. And, like, if, you, if anybody out there thinks that what happened in D.C., is solvable or whatever, it, it doesn't matter. Like, get to the point in your life where you're self-reliant and it doesn't really affect you that much because it really doesn't. If you're really, if you're really minding your own business, tending to your garden, handling your stuff, you know, today you wake up and you're just going to enjoy sports for what it is. So you guys need to do your job because you're going to – you can say whatever you want, that I can go get my own show and all that and all the cliché stuff. But the fact is – you're, I'm telling you right now, nobody cares about your opinion about politics. That's a fact. And you can, you can disagree with me, but that's a fact. There's a ton of us, you know, that are just – I'm just – just tell me who the quarterback is today. Who should I pick? Who did it? That's it. That's all I want to hear. That's what you're paid to do. So your boss or whoever, you know, advised you to talk about politics, they're, they're, they're idiots because – it's called selling out. You're not, your heart's not in the right place. You're just, you know, I don't, I don't want to come over to your house and have a barbecue with you and talk about politics. Why do I want to hear you talk about it on air? I don't, I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. All I know is uh, I know more about you as far as how you relate to sports, and, and that's how I know you uh, in, that, in that regard. I don't know anything about you politically. So it's just you're kind of ambushing the whole audience on what your point of view is. And that's just that's cheesy. That's that's immature. So that's what I have to say. If you want to talk with me, that's cool. But I, I I value your sports insight. I value it. Is is my point. So I'm pleading with you. Um, let's just talk about like again, all seriousness. Should I select Jared Goff or the other guy to save some money on, on my fantasy picks? Like that's 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 what I want to know right now. In all seriousness, you know what I mean. Jared, the show is always an option for you to reach out, always, every time. This strong opinion is exactly what we what we hope to grow, and we and we appreciate it. With that, I do not at all think it's a stay in your lane kind of culture and kind of moment right now. I love that Jared, for instance, takes the effort to say, "Hey, I need an escape. Hey, this is all too heavy for me during the week. Hey, this is the thing where it's like." Shut up and dribble. Well, that you lose me on. That's not for me. But the, I need an escapism. Like, I need to focus on my house. I need to, yes, Jared, 100%. I'm in with you on that. Here's the thing this is our house. 
Like this is what we do. Like and and as far as the lack of connection and Van, you can jump in here before we go to break. As far as the lack of connection, we are so very fortunate to have that connection with so many listeners. And this interaction is not just these three hours today. You know, this is this is everything else we do in the community, and this is fun. This is a billboard for connection, sure. and I'm glad we have it. You know, you know, with the people that support and the people that oppose, because they're just as vital. They're just as important. And Jared, if you're a friend of the show, and, and I know you are. You know us. We're irreverent. We're off the cuff. We talk about whatever we want. It's not exclusively sports. And if uh, you're correct, like sports should be an outlet. Sports yes. is entertainment. Playground of life. But this this story is is bigger. Yeah. Like we did our equals not talk about September 11th after it happened. You know, didn't we talk about rioting in the streets during 2020? Like we we we're obligated is not the right word, but we're obligated to, to talk about these big issues and engage the audience on these issues. And I get it. We're talking sports all day today. We're talking NFL. We're talking college football. We're talking MLB hot stove. We're right. talking NBA. We're going to hit all that. But this is the biggest story in the world right now. So we'd be remiss not to talk about it in our own voice. The elephant doesn't leave the room just because we don't point it out. Sure. So, And you... I mean, did you get all my awesome vanilla Isis and y'all Qaeda jokes? <laughs> you can recycle we them. We sprinkled in humor. You could use all this stuff. Congrats to Van Nunley on telling his first joke on air. Oh, get out. It's all encompassing here on the program. We want you, even if you don't want us. We're in. When we get back from the break, we're going to put a bow on it. Then we're 15 short minutes away from Chef Cesar Romero. NFL Preview National Championship Talk. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent the holidays in the new year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back to the program. It was a hardback, and that's my fault. That's my fault. A little production there. Okay, Van. The bow on it is this next topic. But before, friend of the show, Howard, has reached out, and we make time when we can. Howard, welcome to the show. How are you? Gentlemen, how are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my friend, and I apologize about the hard back. Didn't mean to sneak up on you there. What's going on? No, that's all right, man. You know what? Uh, I just want to know, why the hell can't we go talking back to talking about how the Cowboys suck? <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole off season full of how the Cowboys suck. I mean, I-, I dumped a bundle on them this year. You guys know that. I was always taking the Cowboys in the points. So you know, you know how that goes. Howard's right? picks. Yeah, we we are familiar. They are. They're in a big. They're in a tough spot if they don't figure out this quarterback thing. Well, the quarterback thing should have been figured out before the Amari Cooper, the Jalen Smith, and the Zeke Elliott thing. They paid those guys money that they shouldn't have paid, and you know that's a story for another day. Because being a Cowboy fan is like being. That last caller trying to listen to political j- jargon, you know. <laughs> can you uh, can you take the backup in in New Orleans and feel comfortable? Is Jameis Winston your guy? Oh my God, Jameis Crablegs Winston. That, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, who else you got? I don't know. He, the BYU kid. They're going to be able to draft him. 
Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know either. what's going to happen there. But, uh, you know, I just called in support of you gentlemen no, right now. Kind. I really don't care what you talk about. I listen to you every Saturday morning. I'm a faithful listener. I love the contact, the context, uh, uh, the content of your show, regardless of what uh, subject you're on. And uh, you know what? You guys just keep doing what you're doing, man. You've got faithful listeners, and I love you guys. You oh. Have a good day, man. How kind is that? I hey, appreciate you, Howard. Hey, you, 20 and 20. You can't be that bummed out about the Cowboys. They were one win away from the playoffs, <laughs> right? They almost snuck in at 6 and 10. Wouldn't that have been a story? The bow we wanted to put on it before we wrapped our our first hour of world talk. Uh, the WNBA, are you familiar? Sure. Okay. So there's a franchise in Atlanta. Uh-huh. All right. And it's owned by Kelly Loeffler. Heard. Okay. She ran for the Senate. Yes. She gone. She gone. So she loses to this uh, Warnock? Warnock? Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Kelly Loeffler, who owns this WNBA team, all of her players, her employees, mm-hmm. which it's different, there's a union, blah, 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 they all endorse the other guy. The other guy. Yeah. And a few of them actively campaigned for the other guy. The entire team has seen, there are photos of them wearing Vote Warnock t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And your boss is like, come on, like, <laughs> figure it out now. Which was just incredible to me. And, you know, and, uh, you know we had the caller earlier, Jared, who was saying, you know, hey, you know, if, if your boss says you do this, you well, here's the thing. That's not what 2021 is. 2021 is... You do what's right. We're in a position now where you do what's right. Activism to this point, be it whatever version you want. If you're in support of last Wednesday, I'm I'm not necessarily, but good for you. If you're in support of everything over the summer, which I lean a little more towards, good for you too. Because we're in a place where you can do that. There, there are some places where you can't. Not as many as there used to be. Not as many as there used to be. But there's a handful. Yeah. All the NBA players came out. Lots of tweets. Lots of everything. Um, did you watch Stephen A. Smith? I did not. Fire. Yeah. Paul Pierce, fire. Charles Barkley was fire. Super fire. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a too soon on like jokes and stuff for this? Because there was a too soon for terrorist jokes <laughs> after 9-11. Right. After Pearl Harbor, I assume. Yeah. I don't think it's too soon. I've been dropping them all morning. No one has named their softball team the Oklahoma City Bombers. That's correct. Yeah, because that's too soon. Maybe like a rec softball team will do it. Like a beer league. Like a beer league. Yeah, yeah. 2021, I want my softball back. (laughs) Rub against the break. When we get back, start previewing the NFL. Yeah. We're talking sports when we come back, Jared. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live oh, from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holidays in the New Year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, ninety-five point nine FM AM six ten D Sports Animal. It's the best weekend in sports, man. It's extra special this year. It's extra wild, and not double headers, baby. Triple headers. trips. It's trips tripping out. All right, so I'm going to give you. The, all right, so here are the games. Okay. Okay. Colts and Bills at 11. You can hear that here. Ooh. Okay. Rams and Seahawks at 2 p.m. You know where you can hear that? 
I'm going to guess here as well. Here, yeah. Oh, sweet. 6 p.m.? Buccaneers at the football team. On Where do they listen? They can listen here. Oh, is it here too? So 11. Sweet. Two, so, you, all right, so tune in. So there's foot, we're taking you up to football, apparently. Five minutes after we get off, you get football. Yes, unless there's a pregame I'm not aware of. And then 30 minutes <laughs> after we get off. That's an excellent question. And we, we won't be here with you tomorrow, but you can be here without us. As you turn the radio on at 8 a.m., you're going to get football talk all day. First game's 10.30. That's Ravens Titans, or excuse me, 11. Ravens Titans, then 2 p.m., then 6 p.m. So it would be Bears, Saints, Browns, Steelers. Super wild card weekend. You going to do like a big, like, charcuterie board and do a lot of like little snacky boys well only always yeah the first game i'm about i'm i love the idea that anything can happen right i'm very much like subscribed to the which we were talking about like the capitol hill thing that's why i watched anything could happen sure compelling television so number seven colts at bills to me with buffalo like favored sure like six and a half as they should be at home but ooh we can the upstart buffalo bills who i believe have one of the best teams in football correct i will agree with that assessment but here's my bold prediction philip rivers well, I got a fun fact. That run team. I got a fun fact to back up your unpopular opinion. Okay. Philip Rivers is due. Is four and zero. What? On wild card weekend. Where'd you get that stat? I just made it up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's actually four and zero in wild card weekend. He never loses on wild card weekend. The Bills will score greater than thirty points. You would think. You would think. The offense is profound. And Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs. I think Josh Allen is better than what? Allen did Diggs. He's better than 29 quarterbacks in the NFL. You feel that way? I do. I really do. I think he's one tier right beneath Mahomes and Rodgers. That good. Drew Brees. And loyal listener, you know I have been kissing Josh Allen's ass all year. He's got a lot of All time. year. The running back in Indianapolis, this Jonathan Taylor kid. He's been lights out the last few weeks. What if they hand him the ball 20 times? He's young. He's healthy. They give it to him 30 times if they what want. What if they hand him the ball 25 times? 253 yards just alone last weekend. Is that really what it was? Yep. Well, yeah, yep. That's to, what to be s- outdone by Derrick Henry, of course. To be outdone. <laughs> He's Taylor's the third leading rusher the second half of the season. Where do you where did you get all these tidbits? You know, you know, Fred. It's in the head, buddy. The I'm no Vital. No. I'm no Vital, Who but I, I know my stuff. The Bills 
don't run the ball. Don't have to. They throw it seven out of ten times. I'm not joking. When you got Stefan Diggs, which I think was the biggest trade this year in the NFL, how the Bills pulled that off of the Vikings, uh, you don't really have to rely so much on a run game. But in the winter, this kind of weather you do. Uh, 17 plus 14 equals 7. 6. Oh, I totally blew that. Here's what I'm saying. If you're, think- if you're not connecting, and I'm sorry to cut you off, if you're not connecting in the passing game, which you can coach for, you can design against if you're the Colts. Then the clock is stopping and you're not holding the ball and you're not matriculating down the field. Well, Indy has what football historians would call a playoff football team. I love that sentence. They have a top five defense. They have a great running game. They have a quarterback who can do the job, and they got an offensive line that might be the best in the league. Indy is set up not only to upset the Bills, but go on a run. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be cold. They can play good defense. They could run the ball and eat up clock. To me, it kind of it's the quarterback's battle in this game. Is Josh Allen going to be lights out like he is all year, or can Indy stifle him a little bit? And can Philip Rivers go without throwing three picks and a fumble? With the running back in Indy, Taylor, and with controlling the offense, Josh Allen's not on the field. Right. The best way to shut down Josh Allen is keep him on the bench. Oh, I was thinking food poisoning. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, so you want a Nancy Kerrigan is what you're saying. <laughs> But I'm in on this. I'm in on the idea that the Colts, because, I mean, you're going to Buffalo. It's cold. I agree with all those things. But you're playing in the same conditions. The quote-unquote home field advantage that has existed doesn't exist in 2020, 2021. When you don't have 80,000 people there. Correct. Unless you're playing in Florida. And Bills fans are the best fans. They do elbow drops. The Browns have entered the chat. Okay. Who does elbow drops on on, on tables? Who throws throws dildos at Tom Brady? That was weird. (laughs) You know they did that for years. No, how would I know that? That wasn't one time. They've always done that. Who was they? Bill's Mafia. Dude, Bill's Mafia. Every time Tom Brady comes in the Buffalo, they throw dildos at him. It's like an... (laughs) Like in the 90s when you go outside the baseball stadium, there were bootleg baseball t-shirts. Sure. With just slogans on them. You know, like... You're buying red, white, and blue dildos when you're in the queue coming into the stadium. So it says here that Buffalo is going to allow some fans. Is that what you saw, Vital? Under 7,000, they're going to allow. The governor even uh, said that they could do that. But I guess... They all have to take, in the parking lot beforehand, rapid test. Smart. If you can pull it off, go for it. I get it, I think. But, like, what if, and hear me out, you're tailgating for however amount of time beforehand, you walk up to the official, you get your rapid test, and it comes back a positive. Your whole group can't go, right? 
One would think. One would think. Right. Do you know a tailgate where you don't necessarily interact with other tailgaters? I don't know. I haven't been to one this year. (laughs) In the olden days, before the Corvids, yes, high fives, yelling in people's faces, pounding beers and brats. Everyone's going to get it. (laughs) If one person has it, everyone in your crew is going to get it. Just yelling go bills at the top of your lungs can like spread particulates Isn't over that like crazy? a quarter mile radius. That stat was made up. There's a big difference in the presence of, in Vital, would you say what, 6,700 or right under 7,000? Uh, a New York governor allowing 6,700 6,700. There's a big difference in the effect 6,700 fans can have versus whatever the capacity is. Yes, it's 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 accurate. I get the return to normality thing, like I get all of that, but you got to do it safely. The NFL's been talking about it, and I think they should immediately enact it that they just give away seats to frontline workers and healthcare workers who've already been vaccinated. They're at work. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. If you're not. You are. Come watch some football for free. Everyone is in that field right now. And not only are you at work, you're overworked while you're there. It's kind of an interesting dilemma too, right? Because if you're a Buffalo fan and you want to go to the game, if you're one of the almost 7,000 people, you're going to watch the game no matter what. Like, do you gather... You probably gather away from the game. This is this is as good as they've been since what, nineteen ninety four? Yeah, after three consecutive Super Bowl appearances. Uh huh. Been twenty five years since they've been in the playoffs last time. Gosh, that's crazy. Well, they were in last year. Are hosting a game at <laughs> hosting a home playoff game? Twenty five years. Oh, okay, hosting a home playoff game. Sorry about that. That's okay. You're still the best. Because they have not ruled the AFC East in – they haven't been in the mix up no. until last year. I don't think anybody has but Tom Brady and company. Oh, I just yeah. love Tom Brady. Dildo dodging Tom Brady. Look at all the older quarterbacks that are in the playoffs. I mean, you got Breeze, Roethlisberger, Brady, uh, Rodgers. Take I mean, them all. Yeah, I mean, the, you want to talk about to me that it could be the uh, a good weekend, man. Look at all those guys. There's a little bit of a discrepancy in Tom Brady of the Buccaneers and whoever is not Alex Smith of the football team. It ain't Dwayne Haskins. It ain't Dwayne Haskins. You think Dwayne Haskins got the? stimulus now that he's unemployed? He's unemployable. (laughs) When we get back from the break, friend of the show, Chef Cesar Romero, is going to talk to us about a little pop-up, a little little ghost pop-up in Knob Hill. It's outdoors. It's all to go. They're doing it the right way. Fun way to support local. Get out the house for five minutes.
Dame Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spend our holidays in the new year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. 95.9 FM AM 610 D Sports Animal. Same bat channel, same bat time. Joining us to tell us where we can find the Ghost Kitchen. Chef Cesar Romero of Cinnamon Cafe. Good morning, Chef. How are you? Excellent. How are you, man? Doing well, my friend. Obviously, we're excited to see what you guys are doing because we're a big fan, not just of the foods, but of the peoples that are involved with this. Uh, what's going on tonight? Where is it at? What? Uh, how can I go? Who's going to be there? Well, tonight, you know, if you're not there, you're square. Ooh. First of all, we're going to be at a we're going to be at a 3500 Central location in the Knob Hill Shopping Center. Right next to United, that's where we're going to be. And tonight we are doing Greek. We're going Greek, baby. What? Hold up. What? Yep. Heroes? You know, we're getting a hero? Be, uh, yeah, absolutely. Tonight we're going Greek. Every Friday we're going to go street tacos. That's, you know, both these concepts are, I came up with them. You know, the recipes are mine, apart for some of the Greek. You know, the owner, Canela, she's absolutely amazing. She is a Greek woman. So, you know, I had to partner with her to make this concept. But, dude, we are going Greek. We are serving the best in town. So I am an absolute fool for you guys' breakfast. You do breakfast so right. Is there going to be any right breakfast on. stuff there, too? Can I get my breakfast fix, or we're just going straight you Greek? Know, if you come by, I will absolutely sell you some breakfast. Hey. Classic, we are taking orders in all orders. Classic van going off the menu. It's like, yeah, it's a pop-up. It's We're doing all the Here we go. And Van's like, I think, guys, I'd like to go off the menu here. Um, so, all right, so how does it work, though? Like, paint the picture. Because, like, obviously there's no dining inside, Caesar. So how does it work? Is it – how is it distance? Like, what's the process? Do I need to call ahead? Like, like, give me everything so I have zero apprehension. I got you, man. Well, you know, of course you can still come in and order, you know, just like normal. We also use to-go platforms like Mini Drive, Uber Eats, things like that, if you want to have it delivered. But you could absolutely come in. Yes, we have patio set up at both of our locations. We have eaters, and we also have blankets for you. Ooh, that's a great idea. I haven't seen anybody do blankets yet. I think I'm going to bring my own. You bring your own blanket? If I'm going, because I have the weighted one. Oh. I have the weighted one. Okay. Sorry, so the time. Well, if you have a weighted one, I'm going to need one of those too, man. Yeah, it's, if you throw it in the dryer for a little bit, it makes terrible noises, and you worry about the safety of your dryer. <laughs> so you're, you're worried about, like, the smallpox blankets. Yes. Yeah. I'm not about that life. <laughs> I'm a, I'm about like I want to be warm all the time, but I want it to come from the inside out with Greek food. Yes, that's how absolutely. I want to warm my body. Schmatt. So you say it's tonight, absolutely. but but what does that mean? Because can I sneak out between games? When does it start? And if I'm not sneaking out, when can I place my order on a delivery service? Well, listen, we are going to be open tonight from four to seven, doing the pop up, and of course, our regular hours over there at Knob Hill are eight to three every day. You come by and see us, but from four to seven. Friday and Saturday, we're having our pop-ups. Like I said, on Friday, we're doing the Ghost Kitchen Taqueria. Absolutely amazing. But tonight, we're going Greek, baby. Okay. So, and that's my fault because I had it backwards. I thought, I'm not a listener. I'm not always a listener. So, I had it backwards. Yeah, that's what my mother told me, too. So, it's all right. <laughs> we got that same he's a He's a doer. So I've, I've yeah. had Canela's Greek food before. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. It hits. Fred just made it the, Fred just made the uh, off-menu joke. And she made us some stuff off menu the other day, and it was <laughs> phenomenal. 
The, she so, is amazing. That's one of the reasons I wanted to pitch the Greek concept to her because I, you know, she is Greek and she does know the authenticity of that Greek food. She is amazing at it. Uh, how do you, uh, Caesar, plan to kill the Batman? How do I plan to kill the Batman? Yes. With love and euros and hot salsa <laughs> for your tacos. Hey, Caesar Romero, the head chef over at Cinnamon Cafe joining us to talk about the pop-up tonight um we we're gonna we're gonna keep you just for a couple more minutes but uh we won't have you back every week but we want the listener to know what's the website what's the social media how can they find like the dates and times on what you guys are doing right on website cinnamon cafe abq.com and we are on facebook twitter instagram tiktok you see us you come haul at us we are there and whatever you need also delivery platforms uber eats menu drive we will get it to you. And if you have a big enough order, I will bring it to you myself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I only know I only know heroes, heroes, gyros. Like what, like, heroes, what's, what's the well, we wait, What's the other go-to, though? Like if I'm, if I'm ignorant to Greek culture in that world, like what is the go-to dish? I got you. Well, we, of course, our gyros, and we have our Spartan gyro, which is a massive, beautiful, manly gyro sandwich. Ooh. But, dude, the go-to has got to be our savlaki, our Greek chicken kebab. And our spanakopita is absolutely best. We make everything from scratch, by hand, in-house. Well, I'm glad you finally said that correctly. Spanakopita. I would, I've never heard I've, that. I've called it spanakopita, like, my whole life. Yeah. And you I'm know, finally, you finally corrected me. I'm so happy for it. <laughs> Chef Cesar Romero. Cinnamon Cafe doing the pop-up tonight. Get your Greek fix, 4 to 7. You know, it's If you're not familiar, Van, Knob Hill, right there in Central, uh-huh. where the United office is, uh-huh. it's literally the other side of the wall. Uh-huh. Literally the other side. Check them yes, out tonight. Indeed. And then you said all the, all, the, all the food delivery services that I currently have coupons for because of the holidays, they all will bring you my food as well. They will bring you your food, buddy. Perfect. Cesar Romero, thank you so very much for taking the time this morning, and thank you so very much to Cinnamon Cafe. For uh, give me a look, give me some options. That's what I want. Sure, that's what I want. Caesar, thank you. Absolutely, thank you for your time, fellas. Thanks, buddy. What a good dude. I cannot stress enough. I haven't I haven't had lunch and dinner there enough to be an expert, but I'm going to tell you, it is hard to beat their breakfast stuff. Yeah. If I'm in Knob Hill or if I'm in the Heights, that's my first choice. And we have such a soft spot for Cinnamon Cafe. Um, Earlier, or I guess early in 2020, whenever COVID-19 had hit the scene, as you recall, there was an influx of assistance for first responders and healthcare workers and individuals of that um, path in life. I do. So we had partnered with U.S. Eagle Federal Credit Union, and we had gone to local businesses in the community purchasing uh, full meals in an effort to provide those to healthcare workers, because if you remember, restaurants at that time were closed as well. Correct. So, we worked with Saggio's, and they were tremendous. Uh, we worked with Cinnamon Cafe, and they were tremendous. Mm-hmm. We worked with Frontier, and they were tremendous. Mm-hmm. And uh, very special spots in my heart, all three of those, is they were able to help us help some people. I can't even remember how many total meals we got given out in those three days. Oh, it was, um, it was something crazy. It was... It was at least 700 burritos, I remember. And then it was multiple like pasta meals from Saggio's. And then we did a bunch of really fun stuff with cinnamon. They did like a little box 
sandwich deals. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was too good. And also, um, and I don't know if they're currently doing it, they, for the longest time, would provide meals uh, at their cost, so they covered it all, for the Ronald McDonald House yep. here in town. So they did a tremendous job of, of just assisting those who need assistance. Uh, so if you're in a position where you have to eat dinner tonight, which here's the crazy thing, I eat dinner every night. Do you now? Yeah. Uh, check out the Cinnamon Cafe, 4 to 7. Uh, get it between the games. Do, do we eat out every night? That's expensive. What do you mean? Because uh, he eats food every night. Yeah, I mean, I eat food Very, every night. A blanket yeah. statement there. Yeah. I'm, I mean. You know, Fred, I, I like helping helpers. Yes. And Cinnamon Cafe are helpers. Well, and Dan said it earlier when he called the program, you know, where are your guardians at? Yeah. You know, here we go. You know, let's do these little things for each other. Yeah, two restaurants full of guardians let's helping help out food. the community. Food is love, right? absolutely to me it is so social to me like when when solo i will skip a meal sure but the second the vital is like hey you want to grab lunch yes i do like i don't say no to a drink and i don't say no to lunch it's true there's a, okay the best way to have conversation is face to face with headphones on and if you tell me otherwise it's just because you haven't experienced it this way. You're in here, buddy. Yeah, there's a strong interpersonal relationship. We can't escape each other right now. Right. We don't even have to have eye contact. I currently close my eyes. Because eyes closed. <laughs> I'm like Michael Jordan shooting a free throw. And, and we're still here. You still see me too, don't That's you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and a close second to that is conversation over an appetizer, entree, and dessert. Mm. Cold beer, warm patio. Food is the connection. There's something fun about whenever two people love a meal and that connection, and it's equally fun whenever I tell you why your salsa sucks. Ooh, people in Japan that's, burp when they that's that's like an a, 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 that's an acknowledgement that the food was good at ooh. the table. Did yeah. you know that? You're supposed to slurp your soup as well. So I like how you have all these Japan facts after we spent the entire last week talking about Pacific Islands. Should we do Japan? <laughs> we doing Japan now? And you couldn't have brought this out last week, Vital. A week behind everything. We didn't pick a winner to Colts Bills. Let's do it right now. Okay. Bills. I'm taking the upset. Are you now? I'm telling you. All right. I'm telling you. I'm I am bought in. Should we extend our pick'em league to the playoffs? Yes, obviously. Okay. Vital, who do you got? I got Josh Allen and the Bills. My dude. Cool. So I will advance this week as the winner. Okay. You really don't think there's a chance. Of course there's a chance. Oh, yeah, there is. Were you listening to me talk when I described <laughs> how good of a chance they have? Did you hear me say that Phillip Rivers is 4-0 and in the wild card? Did you hear me say they got the best offensive line in football? They got a top five defense? Actually, their defense is number one. There it is. A pro football reference. Number one. And what? Like points and yards allowed? That kind of thing? Yes, the yards per game, yep. Hmm. I'm, t- I'm really into like crazy baseball statistics sure. and baseball metrics. Yes. I need to catch up on like pro football focuses metrics because I don't know how they tabulate all these things. Well, they don't have like Brian Kenny and the passion of analytics that he brings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're not important. You just you put your best players out there in football. In baseball it's a hundred percent different. Cause if you're playing in a day game after a night game and the starting pitcher has blue eyes and he was born on an even-numbered year, you know you're going to get a slider on your first pitch. Sure. Everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Duh. 
<laughs> Baseball stats are the dumbest stats. Hey, watch your mouth around me. Baseball you, gets nitpicky with stats. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. I love it. In, I love every second of it. In games played where the elevation is over 2,100 feet and the temperature is below 85 degrees, in nine out of 25 times, the home team will get a runner on before the third inning in a game where fans attend. What? <laughs> Why is that a stat? Well, because there's 162 games a year, and you need a, a .01% advantage is an advantage. I was talking more about wins above replacement, OPS plus, that kind of stuff. Andy Pettit has the most wins for any pitcher in November. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 Grabbing a break. When we get back, Rams and Seahawks. Tell you all about it. Dave Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holiday at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Sports Animal. Football talk. Big thank you first to Chef Cesar Romero, Cinnamon Cafe. Check them out tonight. I'm going to advocate for them. Here's the question, Van and Vital. Why are people sleeping on the 12-4 and four Seahawks? They are getting slept on. Because they're so up and down. One minute... Russell Wilson's MVP early in the season. The defense looks crappy. Then the offense goes to pot right now in their current trend, and the defense has, incre- has gotten better. So to take a pick. Take your pick. Yeah, I mean, Vegas is sleeping on them too, even with Jared Goff being questionable. I mean, it, it looks like he's going to play. It looks like he's going to play. It looks like he's going to play. He's still questionable. He got upgraded. From no, doubtful no. to questionable. Guys, in two weeks, how you have stitches in your thumb and you're ready to throw in less than two weeks? I, I don't know. Well, it's, well, called, it's called drugs, Vitek. Are you familiar with drugs? He's on, he's on the best yes, drugs I, uh, on the planet. I, mean, yeah. I, I just can't see him holding a ball in a live game like that. Tens of thousands of dollars of drugs yes. will, be, will be going through his system Correct. to ensure sure it is. that he'll be doing amazing. <laughs> Under Armour actually made him a new thumb. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's Probably. pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good. It's got the tack. It's got the tack on it. Yeah, Seahawks or are three point favorites at home. What? Yes. Only three points. No. They're twelve and four. You got you're at home. You're twelve and four. Am I missing? You're a season team with an MVP level quarterback, and you're only three point favorites against a guy with one thumb. For every four games that they played. They won three of them. That's accurate. It's pretty good, right? They're getting slept on. They could go to the Super Bowl, and this would be my surprise face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Rams. The Rams are not sexy. No. They're not a good team. Well, watch. careful there because they are very good. They're in the playoffs. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. How'd that work out for him? Well, they got to the Super Bowl. Second place is pretty good. Cooper Cup is back in the lineup. They're wide out. And the defense has been making a lot of plays, and I think you're going to see that again today. They have Aaron Donald. They who, do. Who might be, regardless of position, the best player on the planet. 
They've played two games without scoring. Offensively. What? Is Aaron Donald the quarterback now? Or is it <laughs> John... Wolford. And I was going to come up with a clever middle name, which was going to be John, I'm not Aaron Donald Wolford. Two, two games. I wonder what the situation was there. Probably golfless as well. I mean, I'm picking Seattle. I think Seattle wins comfortably. They beat the spread. Jared, Jared Goff can't go deep. His thumb is good enough. The team doctor's drugs are good enough to get him through the game. But Seahawks win easy. Jamal, All right, I'll write that down too. Jamal Adams. My pal, who you got? No, you are not making – that is a terrible prediction. Uh, I like the Seahawks, but uh, I think cause the question at quarterback is kind of concerning. And I think McVay, the Rams coach earlier in the week, said that he's got two guys, Wolford and Goff, going. So that kind of throws a little wrench into the game planning. Probably the Seahawks are thinking, well, who's going to play? And you got a no. game plan on that. But I think the Seahawks got more experience here. Vital. Sean Payton knows it's Jared Goff. Not Sean Payton, I apologize. McVeigh. Thank you. Looking at tape of Jared Goff, it's pretty obvious that he's going to play. The Seahawks know he's going to play. Yeah. Vegas knows he's going to play. Because if they were rolling with Wolford and everyone knew they were rolling with Wolford, it'd be seven and a half, eight and a half points. That's true. And if they can find a way, this is cliche, to get to the outside. Because if you... Here's my offense. All right, Chris Carson, you stand behind me. Mm-hmm. And then we both look together, because I'm the quarterback. I'm Russell Wilson. And we both look together, and we find Aaron Donald. And then we both point at him. We look at each other in the eye, recognize that we both have identified where Aaron Donald is, and we run the other way. <laughs> sure. That's the whole offense. Are you talking about the whole NFL's game plan? That, that has to be the game plan. Because he's so... Special. Yeah. Aaron Donald's not that good. He doesn't get that many tackles because people are running away from him Correct. every play. And they got Jalen Ramsey. You know, you remember when Deion Sanders like wasn't getting all those interceptions? Yes. Because they only threw at him two times a game. That's generous. Yeah. 70% of the earth is covered by water. The other 30% vital, Deion Sanders. Okay. <laughs> the Rams will not score. Okay, so you're picking Seattle. Then. Yes. So whatever the first score is that Seattle makes, field goal or touchdown or whatever. I honestly expected you to like Shyamalan twist me at the end. No. Just talk up the Seahawks all <laughs> and segment. Go with the Rams. And be like, actually, we're going Rams. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, they could go to the Super Bowl. They they will face the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship. That's a very good pick. That's a very good pick. I have zero doubt. Yep. Who else would it be? As an objective member of the press. As an objective member. To be fair... It's the Packers. As a homer and a Packers fan, it's the Packers. 
I can't tell you it's the Packers, but I can tell you it's not the Rams. I can tell you it's not the Buccaneers. It's not the football team. It's not the Chicago. I w- didn't even realize they were their Bears. <laughs> and it's not the Saints. It could be the Saints. Saints are good. Saints have an awesome defense. Saints yeah, the can third best defense. <clears throat> they could run the ball. They got a two-headed monster. Yeah. They make it very easy on Drew Brees. They're dangerous. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. So you got it. What did we end up going with? You went with the Seahawks. We all went Seahawks. That's the yeah. only pick. Yeah. Russell Wilson is too good. It's too good. Not just yeah. at football, but life. I don't know him personally, but he seems wonderful. You know how I feel about people with pretty wives. Ah, uh, yes. Envious. It's important. <laughs> it's important to have a pretty gal. You going to put money on this one? Uh, something friendly, right? I would put legitimate money on this one. If the line is three. Three. I mean, that's. Whew, I'm going. Yes. It's a crazy line, man. Give me the Seahawks and the points. Rams have been playing some football the last few weeks, though. No, they suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Playoff teams don't suck. What? You're still in the top echelon of the league. Don't forget they increased the playoffs by two teams, so the Rams are one of the last yeah, to get in. they're a joke. The Rams would have been in. The Bears are the addition. Hey, you know what I think I'm going to do, guys, to um, – Get the upper hand here over Seattle. I'm not even going to announce a starting quarterback. That'll really throw him for a loop. <laughs> Vegas knows who's playing. McVay. You know he's about five minutes older than I am? Yeah. Ugh. Younger than me. Ugh. That's mostly jealousy speaking just there. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Couldn't hear it in your voice at all. I could walk in. To Stan Kroenke's office and say, I pick real good plays in Madden. Real good. You left, you left my hometown. I got some, I got a beef with you, but hey, here it is. Because they bring in like former Division three secondary coaches to like coach the defense. I'm like, guys, I, I have a resume that is equivalent to that. Yeah. Like I can do that. 4-3, cornerback blitz every time. Yeah. Duh. I am also a wonderkin. <laughs> Sean McVay still gets carded everywhere he goes. Yeah. 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 Sean McVay looks like he coaches football. Like, yaffle football. Right. Yeah. Yes. They When he goes to Applebee's, they hand him a kid's menu, too, because they're not sure how old he is. His cup comes with a little spilly lid. For sure. Yeah. They just automatically give him a crazy straw because he's the kind of age that people will still like crazy straws. All right, I wanted to look it up because I didn't know. Pete Carroll, who coaches the Seahawks, obviously. Familiar. 26 years of NFL experience. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not older than than Sean McVay, so that's not a point to be made. Oh, shoot. I left out his 19 years of collegiate experience. Uh Uh-huh. Pete Carroll has been in a paid – Football coaching slash leadership position for 45 years. Which is what, six more than Sean McVay's been alive? So crazy to me. (laughs) So crazy to me. 
All right, Seahawks take it. Yeah, easy. All right, you want to go halvesies on this on this book bet I'm going to put down? I'm game. Just a little bit of cheddar just makes it that because that's how little I think the Rams are going to compete. You want to do a six-team parlay for all the games this weekend? Ooh. No, I tell. We can't because we disagree on some picks. Well, no. Obviously, I would stop lying about my pick in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts, are you kidding me? Colts can do it, man. I'm only doing it because I, I know I got a friend from Indianapolis. Like the, That's the whole reason I'm picking them. <laughs> I only have one upset. Is it Buccaneers football team? Because that's what we're going to do next. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9. And we spend our holiday and New Year at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. 95.9 FM AM 610 D Sports Animal. 11 AM Colts at Bills. 2 PM Rams at Seahawks. 6 PM Bucks at Skins. Oh, at Teams. Bucks at teams. <laughs> those are all those games are today and then tomorrow. Van eleven a.m. Ravens Titans two p.m. Bears Saints nightcap. Browns at the Steelers. Do you want to see Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl? Yes, I do have dreams. <laughs> it's just a shame that New England didn't make it. I had pre- I had predicted that they would go undefeated. Right. Yeah. Well, you predicted Tampa Bay would go undefeated. And they did. And it, in games that you watched. <laughs> Tom Brady's in trouble. No. Tom Brady is going to be in big, big trouble. Incorrect. This evening. He's got a young man named Chase Young <laughs> who will be unreal. He will be his first naming him all over the field. All night, he is going to be a very dirty jersey-wearing quarterback, but they're still going to win. He's going to get knocked around by Chase Young. Chase Young is prototype. I know most most NFL fans out there just watch for the fun. You know, it's an interesting, fun thing. I want you to do me a favor tonight. Okay. Watch the Buccaneers and the football team. And just keep your eyes on Chase Young. He is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. That he is a, a generational talent that doesn't come very often. How Would, many guys in the past have said to Brady, I'm coming after you, I'm going to get you, and Brady makes them look stupid? That's well, always in the them. back of my mind tonight. I hope that doesn't happen. But Did Chase Young say that? Did I miss him saying that? Yeah. See, he did. And that's how undialed in I am because I was so absorbed in the world. Yes. Yeah, Chase said, I'm coming for you, Tom. Well, I've also said that to Tom Brady. Yeah. Who is Taylor? Help me out here. Heineke? Yeah, yeah. Heineke. No. Like the beer? Heineke. Like neither. Coach Rivera called him Heineke. Like neither the beer or what you just said. Who is that? The quarterback? No, I don't think that's true. Old Dominion, they have a they have a football team? Well years ago they were pretty good. <laughs> but yeah. says who? So he's played Old Dominion Old Dominion alma maters. Old Dominion three three years ago beat Virginia an ACC team. 
Maybe. I'm not going to say that's not true. I just don't know enough. So if it's not Alex Smith, who's got the shin and the calf on the same leg, it's what, Heineke? Taylor Heineke? Or Heineke. Either one. Heinsicki? I think they should like uh, – I mean, you have the fancy helmets now where you can just talk to the quarterback. Bluetooth. But I think you should be running quarterbacks in and out like they used to do wide receivers back in the day. Well, Pop Warner football. Just run Smith into the game. Run Meineke car care into the game. That's, is that his name? Meineke. <laughs> well, they're not going to be able if, – if Tampa Bay scores over 24 points, they're going to win the game. But Washington will have issues on offense. I think the defense will keep them in the game. But I agree. I think it's going to be an easy, comfortable win for Tampa Bay. But Tom Brady is going to get smacked around. It's a home game. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah. For the Redskins. They're the football team, Fred. Excuse me. The football team. They're the higher seed. Yeah. Yes. Technically. <laughs> the losing record. I mean, technically, they have a losing record. Technically, Tampa and the Bucks are favored by eight and a half on the road in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But actually... That game's at Washington. It's not in Tampa Bay. Correct. Yeah, that's what yeah. he said. Yeah, oh, on the road. Okay, I apologize. E. Maybe I misspoke, or maybe I didn't. You said Tampa was on the road. Yeah, well, so I'm an idiot. Or that was correct. That was correct. <laughs> that was correct. I'm the, I'm the idiot here. Uh, Here's what the football team has. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You're both idiots. Yes. Yeah. Of course. That's why we're doing this. The, f- <laughs> the football team has Alex Smith. Who puts Joe Theismann to shame? Yeah. And what's your major malfunction, Theismann? Yeah. Why didn't you have 19 surgeries and come back? Coward. Speaking of comebacks, Ron Fitzgerald Rivera. Ooh. Give me a better Disney movie. Ooh. Are you Mighty Duck in this? I, I mean. Are you WFT in this? I mean. To ever pick against Tom Brady is foolhardy. Right. Even in red. I already got TB written down in my column. I don't know if Tom you can Brady. See, I don't know if you can see that there. Tompa Bay. Vital, who you got? Uh, I want Washington, Ooh. even though I know the Buccaneers, the Yuccaneers, I call them, are going to win. They got too many uh, weapons on offense. They're too good. Yeah, they really Their are. Their third best receiver is Antonio Brown. Mike that Evans is back in the lineup. They got uh, Ronald Jones, one of the better running backs. Oh, and Gronk. one of the biggest bro moves in the history of football. Antonio Brown needed 11 receptions in week 17 to get his quarter million dollar bonus. And Tom Brady gave him three shovel passes on the last drive to make sure he had 11 catches. Nice. So he got his quarter of a million dollar bonus. That is a bro move right there. That's boys helping boys. We respect that on this show. Yep. I do not believe that Tyler Helsinki. (laughs) It's now a different capital of the world. Oh. (laughs) What's the one from Marvel Universe? Sovlonia? Sovlonia? I don't know what it is. Who's Terry McLaurin? Who's Robert Foster? You talking about Touchdown Terry McLaurin? 
Who's Antonio Gandy Gold? Scary Terry? Who's Steven Sims Jr.? Who is Cam Sims, not related to Steven Sims Jr.? Who is Emmanuel Hall? Who is Kelvin Harmon? Who is Isaiah Wright? I know who Terry McLaurin is. <laughs> <laughs> they still got Peterson? I'm kidding. They got AP? So, Fred, I'm guessing you're going Tampa. I'm going Tampa Bay. And it's not because I think Tampa Bay is the world beaters that Tom Brady is. But the football team sucks. You got a really good defense. Not good, e- good offensive line. Not even the Dallas Cowboys would take Taylor Heimlich right now. You don't think they'd try to maneuver him around? I don't get the uh, – yeah. Yep. I'll see myself out. Uh-huh. I should have should have picked up on that one sooner. You taking the points eight and a half on the road? Uh, I would not bet on this game. I would easily pick the Bucks straight up, but I would not take them minus nine. I think it's going to be closer than that. The football team has scored more than twenty three points one time this season. Yeah. Okay. But they hold people. The defense. The defense is phenomenal. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. That front four is unreal. They got sweat on yeah. the other end. Chase Young. Yeah, I, I would not bet on this game, but if I did, I would take Washington plus nine to keep it close. Here's a fun stat. Washington ranked 31st in offensive efficiency this season. <laughs> That's the fourth worst by a playoff team in the past 15 seasons. Game of the week coming up next. No. Yes, sir. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. We're on the program expecting to connect with Andres Trujillo, the president of the New Mexico Games. If it works out, it works out. We've got busy lives. Well, we've been so busy talking about playoff football and the events of the world, we forgot to give him a heads up. No, no, no. He knows. And say, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. It's time. Here's the, we're all professionals here. Are we? Do I need anyone holding my hand when I go to work? Literally, yes. <laughs> See the phone line lighting up. So there you go. One would imagine. And also, I'm, I'm doing like radio time talk, like where one minute is like real estate, you know? Sure. Well, we're talking about one minute. Doing a little football preview. Where are we at? What are our picks? Um, we swept on everything, right? No, you picked Indy. Oh, yeah. Then we all picked Seattle. And then Vital picked Washington and us two picked Tampa. Okay, so we are through Saturday at this point. Correct. On to Sunday. And I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Are you serial right now? Ravens visit the Titans. That's such a good game. Oh, I had them backwards. (laughs) So the Ravens from Baltimore heading to Tennessee. Correct. Do you feel like a rally for Tennessee, like similar to like New Orleans after the hurricane? Do you feel like citywide, without fans, it's different? Yeah. 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 
The Saints did it after Katrina. This is my fault because I'm terrible at telling time. This is my fault. It's accurate. You really are. Andres Trujillo, the president of the New Mexico Games, joins us. Andres, good morning, my friend. What is up, fellas? We need the big show. The big show. We need some help. It's Ravens. <laughs> it's Ravens at Titans tomorrow. Who you got? Ooh, ooh I'm going to say Titans. Okay, so I'm going Ravens. Same. Yeah. If, Are you just good? You're just going Oppo. I'm going Oppo, Andres. Andres. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Fred long. didn't give you the heads up, Dress, because uh, he's bad at telling time. And so is the Cardinals cardigan that he's wearing. Okay. Because he well, looks I like think, it's 1947 right now. We're going back in time. Broken. It's not working. It's not working. Ah, like, well, you're here. Hey, a broken watch is right twice a day. I literally okay. said that yesterday. Yeah, there we go. I said that yesterday about my <laughs> golf swing. Andre Strujillo is able to join us weekly to talk about the New Mexico games, and he's able to do that because of Southwest Composite Works. Bringing game-changing composite technology van. To your everyday products. I'm wildly jealous. You got to tour the factory. Yes. That place looks amazing. It's Well, and here's the thing. They got a new one. <gasps> th- their game is so big, they couldn't keep playing on the same board. Dang. Yes. And I get, you know I got composite coasters at the house. Your boy got the hookup. Damn. I'm living yeah, the dream. You like that carbon fiber, don't you? I d- I'm, I'm like a big fan of it. It's it's super lightweight. It's durable. If you, I have a pair of shoes that are carbon fiber. Like, Do you guys have this? No, I okay. didn't know that technology existed. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, well, you two, well, I mean, these, I got these from like Reebok. They're not from, they're not from like Southwest Composite Works, but like my toes are always protected and the weight is negligent. There's like none. Oh, that makes sense. It's like, it's like a soft air. steel toe. It's like a soft steel toe. It's like a sneak, Andres, it's a sneaker steel toe that has no steel. Mm. So there you go, game changer. Hey, the wave of the future. It uh, wave of the future, Andre's just coined. Of the current. <laughs> Technology exists now. Andres- how, how are your holidays, Andres? Oh, you know, it just, uh, they were okay. Not too bad. I just had some family uh, come hang out with us in, in town, and, uh, you know, that's about it. Just just chill out and, and didn't really do much for New Year's, just watch movies, and it was... Uh, semi-quiet so yeah not too bad what about your guys i i saw you went and saw our friends at the rio rancho event center and went to the magical mesa yeah Christmas i went to uh, did the little light drive-through light show wasn't that, that amazing bad. i liked it i loved it pretty bad a asterisk asterisk yeah it was good it was good awesome i loved it my the music was great the light coordination was great felt like you're at a a disco and all that fun stuff when the lights are flashing like crazy. It was awesome. I've never been to a disco. I think I should. Well, I, I tried to get you to go to FX with me one time, but you weren't feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> and he stood you up, didn't he? He did. I've been to side I... FX, which is nice. Take him out with his cardigan. Yeah. If I show up in my cardigan, I would be the talk of the town. Fred didn't want to go to FX with me because we get called a couple enough already. Yes, we are regularly oh. confused. <laughs> My holiday, Andres, not as good as yours. Yeah, I know. You had a, you had a tough one, buddy. Worst month of my life. New Mexico mm. Games. Give me the update. Yes, Give me the update right now. 
Well, you know what? We're still uh, trying to figure out what's going on with the state. I mean, the state has uh, have really no direction with sports and, and events. And so, unfortunately, this is not good for any sporting or event-type organizations and even our youth athletes. So, uh, right now, we are just currently on standby, but... We are expected to try and plan and get things going. We're going to plan like things are going to happen. And, uh, and then when, we're, when things are open and saying, hey, we got the green light, boom, we're ready to go. So we're, we're, we're uh, pushing that out there. And then, uh, of course, you know, we had our virtual fun run um, last year, late, late last year, at the end of last year. But what's going to happen is we're actually going to uh, extend that so that, Folks can uh, keep their legs going and running for fun and getting cool metal uh, here in 2021. Too good, too exciting, mm. too much. Mm. So as the state goes, goes the New Mexico games, and with any luck, vaccine rollout and, and herd immunity and all those things that are associated with returning to normality, New Mexico games will be at the very forefront of setting the standard for the return, Andres, or absolutely okay that's what it is okay so in, how do you envision that is it is going to be hey we're going to try to do it as we've traditionally done it with utilizing like the facilities in town that you've always utilized or do you think it'll be like a pivot do you think you'll have to put everything maybe in what maybe the Rio Rancho in Rio Rancho event center I don't know do you think it would be like so, a big change or business as usual I don't think it's going to be too big of a change I think uh, the New Mexico game structure as it has been has been pretty um, solid uh, you know, we have a lot of – we're part of the National Congress of State Games. So they uh, – the national organization has given us quite some uh, guidance on, on how to prepare for this. So with with that being said, um, we, we, are, we will be prepared. We will be prepared for any changes that do come about. And I think we will have to make minor adjustments. But I think we've run things efficiently to the point where we can have things done um, in a safe manner, in, in, a, in, the, in the best manner that's efficient, that's, uh, you know, I guess you could call it socially distant. Uh, you know, just we have the, we have the implementations um, on deck to, to make this work. So we're, we're really looking forward to having some green light happen here in the state so we can make things happen here and get our, get our community back uh, competing. So Fred is on the board. We all know that now. Am oh, yeah. I going to have to get a new cornhole partner, or can board members also compete? Absolutely, board members can compete. Okay, <laughs> good. I was trying. Dude, yeah. I was trying to get it out to get a better partner, but whatever. I guess I'll. Play. Oh god. Okay, here it is. <laughs> I see where this is going. Here it I is. That's a, <laughs> I took a quick turn. <laughs> I want to, but hey, I want to briefly lean into the loyalty that the New Mexico Games has from the many sponsors it's had for the many years it's it's been an event. Um, what's the feedback from everyone you work with in the community? Is everyone plan on returning? Is there that sense of of loyalty that I find like you really only feel in the Southwest, or are have, so, are so many entities not sure what's going on? Absolutely, I think everybody's ready to commit to be back on board with everything. I think I think everybody's really hurting because there there's nothing really going on. New Mexico doesn't have anything happening. So, I think everybody's ready to get back on board and and just the, the each event is ready to go. I mean, we're we're just uh, chomping at the bit to figure out when the state's going to say, "Hey, this is the the green light plan and and let's uh this is what it's got to take to make it work and let's go." So, everybody's chomping at the bit. So, but as far as I know, everybody's uh, 
gunning to get back on, get get back, get back to the way it was. I guess you could say. Andres, I need some merch. I need a New Mexico game shirt in my life. Maybe, a maybe merch? a hat too. How do how do I get me some merch? Just head on to NewMexicoGames.org. We got a shop there, and uh, you can actually buy merch from Retro. So we have a lot of Retro merch uh, on there. And uh, so if you look, there's a little cool. One of my favorite uh, pieces of merch is a, a Retro tank top from the 1990, I think 1999. So it's uh, so I mean, you got all kinds of cool stuff. So if you go to NewMexicoGames.org, you can check out all the different kinds of merch we have. Uh, a lot of throwback stuff, old old bags, older vintage. We'll use vintage because I think that's the trendy word. Sure. Vintage shirts, vintage bags, hats, uh, you name it. So sweet. I'm, yeah. I'm a medium, by the way. Medium, if you got it. So whenever medium or extra medium. Yep. Whenever Andres just now said that 1999 was retro and vintage, I wanted to remind the yeah. listener: if you're currently carding someone, if their birth date starts with a 19, correct. They are of age to drink now. Or anything with a one. Anything with a one in the front. Yeah. If your birth year starts with a one, you, you could, are you could booze it yes. up. Yes. You are an official adult. Correct. Congratulations. You, you no longer have to do the math if it's 19-something. Right. So, well, so, I don't know. So there's it's a, one of those things where we may have to do the math. <laughs> Sometimes um, you may have to. <laughs> my last question, Andres, before I let you go is, why are you so foolhardy to believe that Ryan Tannenhill is better than Lamar Jackson? I just, I just think they want it more. I don't know. I just seen a spark in him that just, I think, is just going to make things happen. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Does That's he, does he rush for one thousand yards in a season? I mean, I just, I don't know. I yep. just, I just have that feeling. It's like that, that gut feeling, right? Or you can play the, uh, or you can play the game of in a real world situation, what would be what? And you could say, oh, a Titan could beat the crap out of a Raven. No, okay. <laughs> no, that's a tip. Come on now. You can play both those games. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Does Derrick Henry recreate his playoff performance from the di- divisional round last year when he rushed for like 200 yards? Mm. <laughs> Gosh. Andres, that's what I'm telling know, you. I don't know. It's like this year with NFL has been such a coin toss for everything. We just don't know. I mean, yeah, any given Sunday, right? Yeah. I'm surprised Thank that the you. Ravens are favored by even three. I think it would yeah. be like even or one and a half because they're so evenly matched. But then again, Vegas, mm-hmm. always they're always right. We're going to walk into – we, I'm not a we-er. They are going to walk into Nashville <laughs> with their – guys, I'm not making this number up. They had over 3,000 rushing yards as a team. Yeah. They're going to walk in there, mm-hmm. hold the ball, for 15 minutes in the first quarter. That's literally what's going to happen. Well, they're both going to eat the clock. The game's just going to be the fastest game. The game's just going to fly by. There's going to be like, I want to see what the over-under is on total passes in this game, because I'll bet the under. That's a good question. Andres, if you're betting Vans money, you're still taking the Titans. (laughs) Yes. I just don't believe it. Yeah, same here. I'm a Ravens. Gosh, that's not even close to correct. Here's here's the difference for me. The last three weeks, Lamar Jackson has been throwing the ball significantly better. He's been more accurate. He's been on point with deep balls. So the Ravens team, with all the amazing rushing stats they have, plus an accurate passing Lamar Jackson is very scary. Oh, that run game has opened up the pass game. They've had, they've had 1,400 yards the last couple games, the Ravens. It's bonkers. Last chance, Andres, to not be wrong. 
Well, you know what? Since you guys are already saying Ravens, I'll go the Oppo, right? You okay. guys are both yeah. on Ravens. Right. That's, you know a, that's a Fred move. Go to the Oppo game, right? Couldn't talk him out of it, but we tried. Because the thing is, what what are you going to do, right? You get If we all go in consensus, then, then, then there's nothing to talk about. Right. It's good radio. Hey, I'm doing, He's a pro. I'm doing it for radio. He's a How pro. about that? Yeah. <laughs> Andre, I'm making the times for radio. <laughs> Andre Strujillo, the president of the New Mexico Games, and my friend in real life. Thank you for joining oh, the program today. Appreciate you guys. You guys are my friends, and appreciate being on the big show. It's always an honor being on this, on the title show of New Mexico. That's oh, so my man. Style. S- I like it. SWCompositeWorks.com. Check them out. They're, they're, they're what allow us, Van, to bring the New Mexico Games to the show every single week. And it's so it's like if you have something and you want a version of that that's carbon fiber, that's it. That's the whole thing. You just go in there. They just do it. They just do it. They say, make me this. Yeah. Yeah. Done. I need a I need a lampshade shaped like uh, a martini glass. Can sure. You, can you make that yeah. out of carbon fiber? I guess that. I guess you could. <laughs> <laughs> Andres tries to get the leg lamp from a Christmas story. But carbon. Oh, fiber. yeah. Yeah, but carbon for Gile, fiber. bro. Yeah. It's for Gile. But in carbon fiber, it's not for Gile because it's durable. It's durable. Ooh. You too. You're French? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're classy. <laughs> I mean, Andres, thank you. You enjoy your weekend, my friend. Right on, fellas. Thank you very much. You guys enjoy it. You're the best, dude. Appreciate you. Vital, who'd you take? Well, I'm going uh, Titans. Oh, oh God, God, Vital. More oppo. More oppo from the glass. He's so gross. It's it's a it's fifty fifty to me. No, it is not. I, I don't see how the Ravens are favored. I just think they're slightly better. They're markably better, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, I applaud your confidence because we picked the same team. So you get 11 guys on the field, and you tell 10 of them to get Derrick Henry. That's, that's the play. Yeah, stop him. But they also have A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, who are both very good wide receivers. The Chicago Bears head all the way down to Louisiana. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Event Center, 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. The Bears. That's how you know. The song was on Madden. That's the only reason I know this song. What is this? I have no idea, but I know. She said, don't you know? Do you finger 11? Um, What did you call me? What? Finger 11. That's what it is. Do you finger 11? Yeah. Huh. I forgot all about that terrible band, Finger Eleven. Yeah. Paralyzer is the tune. Paralyzer. I'm a paralyzer. Something, something, You can do something. that if you have yeah. 11 fingers. All right, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks at his hand. <laughs> <laughs> had to do the county boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had one other radio hit. I don't remember. If it wasn't on Madden, there's no way I listened to their music. <laughs> one thing? Maybe is that the name of it? So one, one thing. One thing. I don't know. Let's consult the Googs. I feel like that's correct. Was that close? Uh yeah. There we go. Finger eleven. Is that a is that a genital reference? Um. I never put too much thought in the crappy band name. It's a really bad band. It's a bad band and a bad name. But are they? They're talking about is is Wiener, right? That's what that's what Finger Eleven is. Do you remember when Rock and Roll died? Um, when we started singing, yeah, Bye Bye Miss American Pie. 
So then there was this grunge rock that hit for a while in the 90s. I, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Still love grunge rock. Still strong. So strong. Holds up. Yes. Then there was... Linkin Park. Well, so Linkin Park is an alternative rock. but Rap, rap rock. Okay, so you're talking Cypress Hill, Aerosmith. That's not... Oh. That's not them. You're, no. Okay. That'd be Run DMC and Aerosmith. Walk this way. Oh, so I'm thinking just Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, yeah. That's rap rock. Cypress Hill did um, some songs with Pantera, I think. I, I totally blew that joke. The Judgment, yeah. the Judgment Night soundtrack. You might, do you remember okay. that Judgment Night, the apocalyptic urban movie? Are we and they had a really strong soundtrack where there was a rap group paired with a metal band on every song. Are you talking House like of Pain? Beastie Boys? Yeah, House of Pain was on there. Beastie yeah. Boys was on there. Yeah, I'm Del, yeah, Del I the Funky that. Homo Sapien was on Beastie there. Beastie Boys is good. Cypress Hill was on there. I am familiar with that. Yeah. That is not what we're currently talking I about. I am 100% listening to the Judgment Night soundtrack when I leave here, Vitae. Same. I'm taking a road trip after this. <laughs> you should. So then it went into- Not good road trip music. No, okay, I'm out then. Yeah. Alternative Rock was next. An Alternative Rock hit. Alternative Rock for me, I was in. Okay, what are your examples? Pearl, Durant, Pearl Jam. Well, I no, think that's, that's, that's more of a grunge. Yeah, that's grunge. That's grunge for sure. That's flannel and ripped yeah. jeans. Alternative rock was like, um, oh, who was real strong in that genre? Why am I drawing such a blank? Um, what's the strong alternative rock station here in town? I should know this. You I, should know it. I don't know what it is. I only listen to our station. Tr- okay. Would, how you, REM? Would you yeah, REM solid. That's, that's a good one. No, that's, that's alternative rock. That's like Radiohead. Okay, well, Radiohead's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. So those, for me, work. But then there was like this terrible transition into like, I would say like Red Hot Chili Peppers, probably. That's they like were all- before that. No, no, no. Yeah, that's where I'm were. at. I'm there with Smashing Pumpkins. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Okay, I really enjoy that. Garbage. Yeah. garbage. Yeah. That's all very, yeah, garbage. Yeah, garbage. That's all excellent. Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. Radiohead. I like that generation, yeah. too. But yeah. then what happened was Pop Rock. And Pop Rock is where it died. I hate it. Yeah, I so hate it. These guys, Finger yeah. 11. Yes. Stuff that they would play at frat parties. So bad. Yeah, I hated it so much. Everything with Chad Kroger in the front of it. Oh, my goodness. Like, that was the stuff where I... That's when rock and roll was done for. It's made a seriously awesome rebound in the last few years. No, it is not. It will. I'll show you some bands. The Imagine Dragons have one hit, and that is it. Well, I would never use them as an example of music of any genre. That they are rock and roll. That is that is what rock and roll is today. Gross. If you if you think that's what rock and roll is, that's gross. You got to really dig and search and to find really good stuff nowadays. Yeah, the radio stuff isn't great. There's a few good bands that are on the radio, but it's not great. You gotta you gotta dig a little deeper. But it's it's rebounded. State of rock and roll is very good. The state of music in general is really good right now, but it's not what's on the radio. Yeah, I hated like the um like the pop rock screamo, like early two thousands into the 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 tens. Like some forty one that kind of thing. That's more pop punk. Good Charlotte. Yeah, that's more pop punk. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, like the the screamo, pop punk screamo stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Just so whiny. Like, why? Why? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're white teenagers. You cannot complain about yeah. this. Yeah. Why is this hair over my eye? Your music makes people want to storm the Capitol. You need to relax. So that's how bad Finger 11 was. It got us completely taken away <laughs> from the Bears at the Saints. 
where the Saints could potentially score 100 points. That is my opinion on this one. If Khalil Mack has anything to say about that, he's going to he's gonna pick the under. He does not have anything to say about it, and the Las Vegas Raiders are starting to look smarter and smarter every day because he has not been the impact that I would have projected he to have been in Chicago. He is phenomenal. He's very good. He's very talented. He's kind of like an Aaron Donald guy. Like They rush away from him. They throw away from him. Yeah, just doesn't put his hand on the ground. Right. This is. I think it's going to be an easy win for the Saints, you know, Anything could happen. The Bears looked really, really strong at the beginning of the year. Then they rattled off six straight losses. They're kind of on the rebound now. Mitch Trubisky has played pretty good the last three games. They got some good skill players, and uh, they can compete. Uh, but I think it's going to be an easy win for the Saints. They're just better on they're, both sides of the ball. Everything about them. Just flat out better. And they're, But their quarterback's banged up, right? Drew Brees is banged up in the ribs and all that. And, and he'll get the best cortisone shot of all time, and, and he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But even if he's he'll not – He'll get a few plays off. Yeah. They'll, they'll do a, a few packages with Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is an NFL quarterback. They might even throw Winston in there for a couple series. It's an NFL quarterback. Sure. The Saints have three NFL quarterbacks, and the Bears have – They have no one. They have Mitch Trubisky. They got a first-round draft pick, and they got a Super Bowl MVP, and they still don't have a quarterback. He's going to be a free agent next year, which means he's not going to be a bear. Mitch Trubisky, who, if you remember when drafted, was Mitchell Trubisky, but then had a slump, and tried, they tried to hide him on the roster. Yeah. David Montgomery, to me, is the least reliable running back in the hit, like currently in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Cannot, with any certainty, predict that he will do well or he will do poorly. He's the rushing yards leader the so, last eight weeks of the season. They, hey, congrats. What was he the first eight weeks? Yeah. Alvin Kamara, six touchdowns? He only needs one or two. Don't forget, uh, New Orleans defense ranked third in the league, and they have 20 interceptions. That's tied for first in the league. So hot that you And you're going that. against a team that, <laughs> that likes to commit to the run, the Bears. And so Trubisky a couple days ago in his, po- in, his, uh, in his pregame conference was talking about the fact that we need to open it up. Well, when you do, you throw interceptions. He, is, he has 12 interceptions, 20 yards downfield. Because so, he sucks. Yes, open it he, up. His accuracy is horrible. He's not good. And I like guys who like the Bears. I like Bears fans. Not me. Yeah, my sister and brother-in-law are both Bears Why fans. says not me. <laughs> I like the rivalry. I'm not anti. Oh, I love the rivalry. I'm not anti any team. I think football's better when the Bears are doing good. I love you just said that because I like a guy who roots for a team, and I hate a guy that roots against a team. Right. Yeah, I hate that guy. Like, I'm a Packers fan. Hating the Bears is low-hanging fruit. Yes. Like, I like a good a good rivalry. I want the games to be close and dramatic. Vital. I don't want – I don't care if the Bears lose when they're not playing the Packers. I don't actively root against another team. Well, even the Cowboys. Like, look, I, don't even, I don't root against the Cowboys. I get that. Unlike every other person in the country. I get that from growing up where the Bears and Green Bay, Chicago and Green Bay are less than 200 miles away, and you grow up in that border war type of scenario. So it, there's a culture to it 
that's where I'm coming from in terms of the Illinois people would come up in the summertime and, you know. Leafers. Yeah, and just ru- ru- ruin our nice uh, outdoor, you know, places of vacation and just arrogance. And so, you know, there's more to it than that. I love the rivalry, and that's the best rivalry to me in sports. But there's also another component that comes with it. When well, you're, you're, you're a different breed, Vital. You had a, a rough-and-tumble Italian neighborhood up- yeah, upbringing. That's true. And I had a nanny when my mom was in college. So there's a pretty big difference there. If you go to Wisconsin, they have billboards that say, keep Illinois out. Yeah, go home. <laughs> no kidding. We don't want you. So how bad do you have the Bears losing, Vital? Well, actually, I actually like them. I got them winning. What? I think their defense will be enough. And they, yeah. they that run, again, sets up okay. what Trubisky can do. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bears – now, again, the Saints with Breeze, he's got Kamara. Are you kidding me? That so That's good. a one-two punch with Mike, you know, Thomas. We'll see. Dude, Latavius Murray is a starting running back for what, 20 NFL teams? How many running backs are better than the Saints backup? Not a lot. No. And True. he wasn't that when he was in Vegas or Oakland or however you want to refer to it. Right. Like it was coming to New Orleans. Well, they didn't have anything to help him. That's out. an excellent point. Yeah. You're making an excellent point. I'm in on it. For the Saints, because I think the Saints are the number three team in the NFC, although they're seeded number two. I think it's going to come down to to Green Bay and whoever they're going to end up being against. But, yeah, I got the Saints. I can't take them at a loss here. Same. Let's grab a little break. When we get Brown. When we get Brown. Steelers. <laughs> Browns. Thank you. When we get back, Steelers, Browns. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered Quack. by New Mexico Pinon. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Event Center, 95.9 FM, AM, 610. The Sports the Browns are at the Steelers. There will be blood. I think that that's the 11 o'clock. Is that right? Triple header, yes. Both, oh, it's 11. a night game. Both days oh, start the at 11. Steelers, yeah, that's it's tomorrow. Yeah, night. it's the night game. Well, this triple header starts at 11, so you're yes. half right. <laughs> Brown Steelers is the night game. And this is the only game where I'm picking the underdog. Okay, well, I guess we're, done. A, we're it is done, a, with, done with our breakdown. It is a very dumb pick. This is my dumbest pick of the week and probably of the whole playoffs. You remember our friend Andres Trujillo of the New Mexico Games and the New Mexico Runners indoor soccer team? Are you talking about? He said he just got a gut feeling about the Titans. I just have a gut feeling about the Browns. I think all this weird COVID stuff is going to unite these guys. They don't have a coach. The NFL said the coach can't even get on Skype and call plays. They got their special teams coach who's going to be calling offense and most likely also defense. Haven't practiced all week. Yeah, haven't practiced all week. And they're just going to go out there and play football. And I'm really excited to see what they come up with. Vital, why is Van sleeping on the 12-4 and four Steelers? Are you, do you, okay, they might be 12-4. and four. Yes, What's their record since they were 11-0? and 0? So that hurts when you put it at me like that. Yes. Because that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yes, they have not been a good football team since they went 11-0, and 0, and we've been lambasting the Steelers all year because the only teams they play are the NFC East and Ohio. So, of course, they're going to be 11-0. and 0. I feel like Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious when he says to Paul Walker, R.I.P., <laughs> you embarrass me. 
Because you've embarrassed me, man. Yeah. The one and four out of their last five Steelers. You're about to talk me into picking the Browns here. Because <laughs> I was not going to. I was going to tell you how Ben Roethlisberger is good. Very good. And he's got weapons, and they're healthy. How's fast Willie Parker? And Oh, that's a good reference. Oh, my God, that's such a good reference. You're going to go out there and do it? Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL that no one talks about. And he's got a backfield mate who's just as good as anybody else, too. That run game takes the pressure off him making stupid interceptions. Yep. The thing about Kareem Hunt is I hate his guts. He did a bad thing. He, yeah. He did a bad thing. Yeah. And I would be cool. And in, in context of what happened, he didn't do that bad of a thing. But Hold up. He did a bad thing. Was there, was there repercussion? Was there punishment? A little bit. He lost his job. Not, a, not enough. Not enough. Not enough compared to a normal citizen. I don't currently. But surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Athletes, musicians, politicians, millionaires, they don't get in trouble. I don't currently hold animosity to, you know what? I'll be fair right here. Okay. Anyone. It'd be fair. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Who has done their crime and served the time. Are you also talking about Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. <laughs> exactly where I was going. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the Browns got a guy who attacked a dude with his own helmet. The Browns got a guy who force shoved some teenager up against a wall. Sweet reference. Yeah. How about Juju Smith the other day coming out and saying that the Browns are a faceless team? Yeah, they the got Steelers. The Browns have out. way better skill players. I don't know what they're talking about. Smith Schuster was a disappointment. This yeah, year. I, I like Cleveland winning this game and losing to whoever they play next. I think Cleveland is better than people give them credit for, and Steelers aren't as good as people give them credit for. You have been on the Baker Mayfield drip. He's like my number two guy behind Josh Allen. Yes. he Baker Mayfield is unfortunate circumstances has led to his lack of success. Three coaches in three years. Three different offensive systems in three years. A depleted offensive line. Now that he's got a good coach and a good system, second year in the system, he's got a healthy offensive line, he's got weapons, you're seeing what he can do, and he's playing really good football. You think it's uh, really good? Their top uh, left tackle, Bointino, is not going to be in the game because of COVID. So that's going to be that's going to be tough. But the Steelers can't run the ball. The flip side, Steelers can't run the ball. They have an aging offensive line, and I think you win in the trenches. I think in the playoffs. Agreed. Mm. Cleveland has an amazing two-headed monster. They've been running the ball down people's throats all year. Sets up the play-action pass. Mayfield can scramble around. Ben Roethlisberger, he's the second oldest quarterback in the league. Is that right? Second oldest? Only Tom Brady's older than Roethlisberger? Actually, it's Breeze, then Roethlisberger. Breeze, then Roethlisberger. Okay. All all, uh, Big Ben's been doing is just throwing it downfield. That's not going to do it in the playoffs. Would you agree? Oh, I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Because playoff football is not football. Playoff football is, this is mine, you can't have it got to be dialed yep. in. It's a whole other monster. It's a whole other thing. But they have experienced the Steelers, so I like them. 
Yep, you picking, picking Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Vital? Yep. yep. I mean, that's a smart pick. All right, Van, you did it. Did I convince you? And man, if you're a bet if you're a betting man, Cleveland and six points. I mean, that's a lot. Give me the boys in brown. All right. This I and I'm just following All right, we're gonna have to watch that game together and your cheer, heart. cheer for the dudes. Here's a fun uh here's a fun uh prop pick, okay? Prop bet. Plus nine hundred. Okay? Is that rushing yards in Ravens Titans? No. <laughs> Plus or minus nine hundred yards total rushing. Are you familiar with Steelers Chase Claypool? Sure. Plus 900. First touchdown scored in the game. That's pretty random. That's a random. Well, that, I mean, it's plus 900. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty random. To get out behind someone? He's just as likely as anyone else. I mean, I like prop bets. Roethlisberger spreads it around. I mean, that's a pretty decent bet. Plus 115, Mayfield goes over 240. I would take that. 239.5 or whatever. Yeah, I have yeah, them right around I would too. 250, 260. Not 300, but more than that. Because they're just going to run and run and run and run. Dump off, play action. Run, run, run. Dump off, play action. Now, didn't these two teams just play like last week? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not an indication of uh, what you just said a couple minutes ago, what playoff football point. is. Cause they, yeah. And that's vanilla. And they did, you know, they nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm in on the Browns. I didn't think I was going to be in on the Browns. And you put me in on the you Browns. Could, I mean, if you I, – I can't believe I convinced you because this is my only bad pick of the week. I do, well, I don't sweat Baker Mayfield the way you do. Yeah. But I recognize talent. Sure. Game recognize game, baby. Put your best players in their best positions. So we got all the exact same picks except for Indy. You took Indy. Yeah. Vi- well, Vital, Vital's gone oppo. Of us, every game except for Buffalo and Seattle. No way. Yeah, you went Oppo. Every game except for Buffalo and Seattle, which I think are both no brainers. See, and I did that when Fred was gone. There's a method to the madness here. Yeah, you sure did. So smart. It did not pay dividends because I owned you the last three. I, think weeks. I owe you like three dinners or something. Just one lunch. Just one. Oh, really? Just one. Yeah. Listen to this. The Eagles starting lineup. This is nothing to do with playoff football. I just saw this article. When we come back, there's a lot of players out there where you could build a good team. Sure. And if the Eagles do it right, they could build a really good team. NFC East is soft. Super soft. It's tin ply, bud. That's a really good way to describe the NFC East. Yes. Tin ply. (laughs) We'll put about two minutes into that, and I want to talk about this. I don't know if you saw it, Van. Everyone in baseball is a cheater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which means no one's a cheater. Has been for years. Yeah. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Event Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610 D, Sports Animal. I just can't believe the Reds, or excuse me, the football team's in there. That's it. Like, I was, I was thinking about jumping into this Eagles thing and how good the team should have been and blah, 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 but... We'll save it when we talk free agency because sure yeah it <sighs> by the rules of the nfl somebody from the nfl east had to had make to. it they have to nfc east excuse me had to make it and it's not that this is unprecedented like i know like the 
Seahawks hosted like a playoff game like within the last ten years. Yeah, a Marshawn Lynch run. Someone else, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, it's the off season in Major League Baseball, so that means we can dissect way too much film. There are people doing that now. You know where you become famous? Like Dave Chappelle did a bit on this. You become famous, and then people just like look through your history to find any one thing. Absolutely. And that one thing is how you're going to be identified forever as opposed to your body of work. Correct. Those people are called haters, Fred. Oh, okay. And we'd be nowhere without them. There is... What, how, would hey. I, how would I identify? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Vital, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing it right, brother. There you go. Well, sometimes it's a compliment if someone doesn't like you. It is. It is. Depending on the quality of that person, I would agree. Van, how many Major League Baseball pitchers are cheaters? Well, according to Trevor Bauer. Okay, who I'm familiar with. Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman calls him Tyler Bauer. Shut up, Tyler. He said that? Yeah, he did. It's pretty funny. Um, That's very funny. He's been, Trevor Bauer's been saying for years that major league pitchers have been cheating for years. Yeah. By using banned substances on their fingers, some new kind of pine tar hybrid sticky grip substance. He said it's, he's been, uh, Elite MLB pitchers have been using it for years. Trevor Bauer, who, by the way, is not even 30 years old. Trevor Bauer, who, by the way, also started cheating this year and using the substance that he was talking smack about everybody using, and he had the best season of his career. Apparently, it, it enhances your grip, and it enhances spin rate. And spin rate is what can keep fastballs up in the zone and obviously what makes curveballs and sliders stronger. So I get, I'm get i slightly confused. What is the substance? It's a new pine tar hybrid. I really don't know a ton about it. Okay, so it's made by Balco. But not everyone has it. Like, there's a, there's a, a pitching coach. Uh, he was fired from the Astros and he was fired from the Angels. Well, hey, hold on. What's his, Brian Harkins? Here's the least surprised and, and look. He's like... He's like the main drug dealer for all the pitchers in baseball. And he got fired by the Angels last week. <clears throat> and he goes on a snitch fest, a Mike Fires-esque snitch fest. And he rats out all the best pitchers in baseball for using this substance. Now, if he's only on two teams, how does everyone have it? He was the dealer for everybody. All right, so I'm he, um, he, he narked One of his biggest narkouts was Garrett Cole. Yes. The unhittable Garrett Cole from the last few years. I remember. Sure. Out of nowhere, almost as if he was cheating. So he screenshotted and shared a text from Garrett Cole, and it reads, this is Garrett Cole, to Brian Harkins. I was wondering if you could help me out with this sticky situation, winky face emoji. We don't see you until May, but we have some road games in April that are in cold weather places. The stuff I'd had last year seizes up when it gets cold. That sounds 
Like a text to a drug dealer. That is exactly what that That is. That sounds like a text to a drug dealer. This was to Victor Conte, the head of Valco. That's what you said? Nope. What? (laughs) That's a a clubhouse attendant and assistant pitching coach, Brian Harkins. I drank more than one beer one time, and I don't want to say the name of this person. Okay. I drank more than one beer one time with a clubhouse attendant for the visiting team's from Major League Baseball Stadium. Okay. okay. Insider. Insider. Yeah. So he he is the concierge. Yeah, a serum in there. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He's the he's the the he's the go between for everything. All right. Mm-hmm. So when visiting teams would come to this specific ballpark, they would meet with this clubhouse attendant, and he would say, "I'll get you what you need. I'll cure what ails you." And he said, after every home stand. Every single player would tip him a hundred bucks standard. Mm-hmm. How many players are on a major league baseball team? Twenty five. Twenty five. Then, yeah. Uh, so if you're making two times a week five or twenty five hundred bucks, five thousand dollars a week, you can make anything happen. Yes, absolutely. This is not far fetched to me. What you're describing. Yeah. Apparently, he's been making this substance for 20 years. The first guy to make it popular was uh, Angel's closer, Troy Percival. Yes. And then from him, it. from him, it spread out through the whole league. He said that he personally gets his mix of pine tar and rosin with a secret ingredient for Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Edwin Jackson, Max Scherzer, Felix Hernandez, Corey Kluber, Joba Chamberlain, Adam Wainwright. Ah! Oh, no. Yeah. No. It, it affects oh. your Cardinals too, buddy. It hurts. And Tyler Chatwood. Who does not suck. Yeah. I don't have a problem. Those are like some of the most elite pitchers in baseball. The big three. Cole, Verlander, Scherzer. <sighs> Hernandez used to be on top of the mountain. <sighs> Corey Kluber used to be on top of the mountain. I, hear, I feel it coming. And these guys have all been cheating. But you made a fantastic point earlier. What's that? If everyone's doing it, no is it one's cheating. It's not cheating. It's not cheating if everyone's doing it. Let me take you back to the 80s. I.E. banging on trash cans. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was. Astros not. fell on the sword. Astros did nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> In the 80s. I'm kidding. Strike. I'm kidding. I'm exaggerating. There was not a single Major League Baseball player that didn't have a little Coke pinky fingernail, and they would pick up a baseball and just give it a couple of these. Oh, yep. Pull it. Hey, let me get a let me get one of them seams out. I get the necro treatment. Yeah, I said necro. I heard you. Yeah, and everyone did it. Every single one did it. Sure. And then the '90s came and steroids came and there was nothing you could do. Everyone did it except for Bob Gibson because he's the only one that didn't need to cheat. <laughs> R.I.P. Adam Wainwright has never cheated. In your head, what? In your head, he's never cheated. He's a saint. Also could fix a wagon, apparently. Terrible last name. (laughs) I don't believe... Fernando Tatis was so roided out when he had those two grand slams in the same inning. It was the grossest human physique (laughs) that you could ever see. It was like... It was as if a triangle was upside down. It was so weird. It was honestly very weird. If there's a... Second Space Jam reference of the show. If there's a... Proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud. If there's a special whatever, drink, juice, if there's a secret whatever, mm-hmm. and one guy has it, yeah, that's cheating. 
well, we're both drinking insane amounts of caffeine right now, so it's not cheating if we're both on it. Are we talking about Adderall? We're not taking methamphetamine, <laughs> though. There's no greenies in the studio. I hate the idea. We're not coked up like the 86 Amazing Mets. Is foreign substance cheating? That's the question. Well, I mean, is it in the bylaws? Is it in? Is it an agreed upon yeah, rule book? It absolutely is. Okay, then yes, it okay. is. You got a rosin bag. Correct. You got pine tar in the dugout. Correct. But you can't mix them and add whatever else it is to it because that's cheating. And the whatever else it is, whenever that time comes out, yeah. is going to be just so disappointing. We would be remiss, and we yeah. wanted to talk about it during one segment. We got so caught up. Rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. Yes. You had a huge impact on Albuquerque and my favorite sport of baseball. 70-plus years of professional baseball. The heyday of the Dukes when the Dukes were kicking butt here in Albuquerque. Those guys graduated and won a World Series for the Dodgers. So shout out to Tommy Lasorda. Thanks for everything you've done for Albuquerque and Major League Baseball. A fellow shout out to the most famed Canadian of all time, Alex Trebek. Rip whose final episode of Jeopardy aired this past week. It wasn't real until the final episode, right? Any final words, Van? Too much for the time allotted. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.